0: What's happening, weirdos? This is the return, the return, return, I think, of my dear friend, Joe DeRosa, who's been coming up a lot on the podcast. We've been laughing about Joe quite a bit. So I'm so happy that he's here. And honest to goodness, this whole episode was like watching a great movie. He just has told the story of what happened to him with him in his life, not to him, but what's been going on in his life since he was last on, which was years and years ago. And I was like, this has the structure of an incredible film. And I was just, both Katie and I were just saying how much we enjoyed it. And I really, really hope you enjoy it. As well, Joe is incredible and just a lovely, lovely human being. If it seems like we're breaking each other's balls or, or whatever in this episode, remember, we've known each other for like a decade, over a decade, and we love each other very much. So no shots fired here. Uh, let's get to it as quickly as possible. Uh, I always have a stand up show in Los Angeles at Largo every month. Uh, The last one Bill Burr was on. We have had Mulaney. We've had Amy Schumer. It's always incredible. Go to largo-la.com for tickets. Whatever month you're listening to this, Largo-LA.com and look for Pete Holmes, Living at Largo. Always the highlight of my month. Hope to see you there. And if you're in Montreal, if you're a Canadian weirdo, go to ha-ha-ha.com or just search Just for Laughs Montreal. I will be doing a live podcast, live stand-up, all sorts of uh, shows up there. It's going to be really, really fun. Hope to see you there. Or Just for Laughs Cancun. It's called Just for Laughs Escapes. We're going to be doing live podcasts, live stand-up, all in Cancun, so if you're looking for an excuse to get away and have some laughs, look for Just For Laughs Escapes as well. All right, everybody, this episode is brought to us, just one sponsor up top by our friends at Living Libations. Val and I, are, we're head to tail, a complete Living Libations family. We swear by these products. They are absolutely wonderful, natural alternatives to the random chemical nightmare hair, skin, teeth products that most people are buying at 7-Eleven. I realized years ago I was being mindful of what I was putting in my body in terms of food, but I wasn't being very careful about what I put on my body. Shaving cream that are neon blue, face washes that I thought were fancy because they were shol- sold in outdoor kiosks and malls with French names. But these companies don't give a—they don't care about us. I was going to swear they don't care about us, and they're filled with chemicals link, linked to disease and toxicity levels never intended for humans. I eat food where I recognize the ingredients and I want my skincare to be the same, especially when it comes to Lila every morning because she goes to preschool. Now she, we usually pick her up and she's in a, in her underwear. So she's completely exposed to the sun and Val and I did a lot of research. And the only truly natural sunblock I've ever found is the, I love the sun zinc based sunscreen that living libations sell. A lot of them you see on Amazon, they might be natural ish, but they're still filled with a lot of chemicals. They're just kind of skating by. The I Love the Sun zinc-based one is truly something I can put on my daughter and not feel kind of weird about it let's be honest I also use their ginger exfoliating scrub which is the most badass exfoliant I've ever used in my life plus I recognize all of the ingredients the plants and the oils and the extracts but it is truly wonderful and works their zen shave bomb is what I use to shave every well I only shave a couple times a week because I'm Lithuanian but it's so clean and natural and moisturizing, you can actually use a dab of it as aftershave. Try doing that with, I, I won't name a brand, but you can't do that with the canned stuff. This is real and natural, and it works. And at night, best skin ever moisturizer, leaving both Val and I's skin looking great, feeling great, smelling great. Uh, we use that before bed. But whatever your skin needs, this is a great way to support the show if you would like to. Uh, if you have skin needs, hair needs, face Teeth, baby needs living libations, I promise, has a premium, natural, high-end, wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmare they sell at CVS. So show your support of the show and show your support of your body. Go to LivingLibations.com. Promo code for this month for August. It's capital Weird. Capital W-E-I-R-D 88. Just capital W. So weird 88. And, uh, and try it out. All of these products, by the way, they all last a really long time. Uh, so they some of them might, like the sunblock, cost a little bit more. But the, that little bottle lasts and lasts and lasts. And that's true of all of their products. So go to livinglibations.com, promo code WEIRD88 for 15% off, and show your support of this show. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed Joe DeRosa. I always do. This was the highlight of my month. I love chatting with him. Get into it. Yes, be, uh, be our guest for <laughs> our service to the test. Let me get a water before yeah, we'll leave uh, official podcast water. Drink your fucking liquid death, Joe. Yes, yeah, for
1: men that can't just drink water.
0: Wa who are too insecure. Yeah. Make it look like it's gonna kill something. It's
1: the first place I ever saw this water was on a clip from Steve O's podcast. I was oh like, wow! Of course, he has some water that's like, but it, you're gonna die. I might too. Whatever the hell. Whatever the hell. Because he's like sober, but you know.
0: Well, no, it's funny. It used to be the sauna, and now it's liquid death because that's now the most notable. That, but you said it. That's that's good branding. Oh, if it's something that you have to be like, it's like making a pack of cigarettes that's vitamins. I'm not gonna wear. Just it. wear the fucking. I'm just kidding. You don't. Yeah, have to. I
1: don't want to wear it them. It's just you and me. We're sitting here. If I it was like
0: four of us, I'd wear them. Big Jay Okerson. <laughs> Keith Robinson. Make it a real Joe DeRosa affair. I actually hate. First of all, so happy to see you. Can't oh, you? is this it? We're in. What do you mean? You've done the podcast like three times. <laughs> no, I've only done it twice. You did a We Made It Movies as well. Oh, you're right. I did. I did. And I have a movie you thing to what? tell you. You know what I did? Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Well, I I it it <laughs> seemed like
1: I should have had a Glenn Gary Uh that I That's what I wanted to tell you.
0: One, of the, one point of which you
1: wanted to speak, speak to me to of which... Of which... <laughs> <laughs> this came out a long let me silence the phone
0: this 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 came out a long while ago i don't know why it's actually never, a good burn i feel like if i was seinfeld and you were tom papa and you were like let me silence the phone i'd be like i wouldn't worry about it i'm about to mention a seinfeld thing what the
2: hell universe <laughs> <laughs> what
1: the hell that was weird yes it was weird i'm about to mention a glengarry and seinfeld thing well we know
0: sign together loves glengarry as do we that's what i'm gonna bring up but do you get the burn i wouldn't worry about it let well, oh, me like, signs like my phone. phone i wouldn't worry yeah about yeah yeah, it. yeah, like yeah. nobody yeah, no, yeah. ain't nobody reaching yeah, out yeah,
1: yeah it's very funny <laughs> it's, it's very funny <laughs> okay good um i can't believe i've never mentioned I, maybe i have and i just don't remember but the, he does the comedians in cars with mario joiner
0: Mario? Yeah. What do you Mario? Say? Do you I know, say Mario. Do you say robot? No, but Ma- I can And were you raised on the Lower East Side in 1920 <laughs> by an old Jewish woman? That remains to be seen.
1: We don't know where you're from. I, we don't. I'm adopted. God only knows. Yeah, no
0: one knows. Where it actually started. You're like one of those big bags of candy that you get scoops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no label on your box. It's just scoops. <laughs> You got a or scoop the, of Skittles in yeah, there.
1: Or it's like the place that I was like, here's a Halloween bag of
0: candy. There you know, it is. That's what the, you are. You're a clear Halloween bag. You don't Halloween know where you're bag. Yeah. <laughs> The factory had a bunch of root beer barrels left over and they had some Reese's Pieces. Yeah. And that's Joe DeRose. So um, am I, by the way. I don't know why it's so fun to make fun of how we don't know where you're from. I thought I'm I
1: was Italian. Because you're not
0: adopted. Yeah, I guess that's the area. <laughs> I suppose we're circling in on the area, yeah. Because if they're when you're not adopted, uh, you have two other people that can uh, you know talk about where you might be from. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. The most, the stupidest man. <laughs> oh yeah, because I could ask my folks, and then ask their folks. You're a bag of Halloween candy. <laughs> What a what a mean thing to say! I'm also a bag of Halloween uh, candy. I just had two other similar bags of Halloween. The,
1: candy. Uh, no, no, it's a uh, but but the, the episode with Mario Joyner, They talk about how they quote Glenn Gary Glenn Ross all the time. That's right. And Seinfeld says like he's the one friend because we, we are obsessed with the movie. But then it qu- shows the clip, and he's and it's like they're doing like fuck you. That's my name, and I'm like you amateurs, buddy. You.
0: Amateurs. Look, you know we both love the sign. Sure, absolutely. And I have the same experience because you and I. I'm going to say it. We've elevated, quoting Glengarry Glenn Ross. We're we're the uh, something Symphony Orchestra. I can't even it's, think. We're, we're the best. Is all I'm saying. It's it's we are. We're and the, they were like, always be closing. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think I've I. I wouldn't go near and always be close. No, I wouldn't go near that. Even I if got, there was like a double meaning, someone's closing a bunch of doors. I would never be like always oh, be close. I got to be honest with you.
1: I won't go near the Baldwin speech. It's too obvious. I hear you.
0: It's too obvious. We're knee deep in Arkin. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, I. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm totally I mean, there. I'm. 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 Qu- I'm quoting Link. You're quoting the Baldwin speech? You can't anything that was on a t-shirt. It's over. It's over. Coffee is for closers? Coffee's if it's written for on a sandwich board in front of a of a local coffee shop, you can't it can't yeah, be in yeah, a Glengarry Gary exactly.
1: game. Exactly. If it was a if it was a uh, SNL sketch, yep, forget it. Boss Baby makes fun of it because like, he's the voice of Boss Baby. Yeah, he is the Baldwin, voice. Baldwin, not Seinfeld, which I would have enjoyed the movie Seinfeld, more. Seinfeld.
0: Well, that's B-movie. I would have loved to see Baldwin in B-movie. There's yes. your B.
1: And, and uh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld Boss and Boss Baby. B.
0: And respect to joiner too. I've never met him. He seems like a nice guy. But uh, the game was weak. I will yeah. say, out of sympathy, now that, I, that we've declared ourselves as the kings of quoting Glenn Gary. Which I know we are. We are. Pressure's on and I'm a little bit like, I don't know if I can do it today. <laughs> and maybe they were having an off day. Well,
1: we don't need to do it. No. We do it. We do. <laughs> when, when Jordan sat down to do the last dance, do you think he said, I got to pick up a ball? He said, no, I'm sitting here. Ask me the questions. I'll answer them. Uh, that's great.
0: <laughs> do you think Michael Jordan was nervous when that crew was like setting up? Like, Not uh, at all. <laughs>
1: Not at all. He's the he's the most secure man that's ever lived. You think
0: so? Yes. Well, when you look at the dress, yeah, the style of dress—it's a zoot suit, a seven. Man foot wore long a Hitler mustache. Suit. Didn't bat an eye.
1: <laughs> did, did he? Bat an yeah. did he? Yeah, you don't remember that, full Adolf. I, he was in a. I guess he was a Hanes spokesman for a while, but uh, it was he was a commercial for something, and he had like the little. Hitler. And that was like the running joke was
0: everybody talked about like, what's going on with Jordan's There's guy? a lot of laundry slash Hitler jokes. Yeah. But we're not going to do them. Yeah, right yeah, today. yeah. We're not going to do them. <laughs> There's also like stained, I don't want any of them. Okay. I don't want any of this. <laughs> I looked to Katie. <laughs> Katie got a chuck. We're not even doing it. We're no. doing Glenn Gary or better. Uh, yeah, most secure man in the world. Uh, he's he's Tom Cruise level.
1: I'm okay with myself. I'm going to ask you a
0: question. Yeah. Who, between T. Cruz and Michael Jordan, which of them has friends? Like friends. Like, Mikey, it's Tony. (laughs) And he wasn't on a team with them. They don't smoke cigars and play cards. They're just friends. I think Jordan. Over Cruz.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Jordan came from, we don't know. You want to talk about Halloween candy. Cruz. Like Where's Cruz?
0: Where did he come from? <laughs> he was grown like an oracle. Uh,
1: yeah. You've never heard him talk about his parents? Is that true? I haven't. Wow. You know, most people you're like 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 oh like Robert De Niro is mysterious, but then he did the documentary about his father, you know?
0: I didn't know that. Robert
1: Downey Jr. talks about his dad once in a while, yes. you know? Like it's like so and so will say something about it. You know, Dennis Quaid is related to Randy Quaid. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's
0: there's a sibling, there's a something. Cruz points to a serum and not a shot serum, like a gun serum. They go, and yeah. you become Cruz. As a matter of fact, <laughs> can you think of a normal interview you've ever seen with Cruz? There's a lot. Like, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down, is Cruz interviews. Yeah. And I like, there's quite a few where he's he snaps and has yeah. had it he's had it it's
1: a lot of yeah it's a lot of snaps it's a lot of intense
0: like and i put myself to that test every day you know what i mean yeah there's a lot of that which means do you think he crashes does he ever walk around with bad posture just eating ben and jerry's just being like maverick Maverick? i feel down in the dumps
1: i think it was i think walsh and i were laughing about i think it was cruz where we said he sleeps all night in the Batman upside down thing, wakes up, goes directly to another upside down Batman thing and gets into it.
0: (laughs) And that's his day. He starts his day. He moves to... He's in an upside down <laughs> The alarm goes off He wakes up He lowers himself Walks gently barefoot Across his beautiful floor And
1: just gets in another one Wide awake now
0: <laughs> yeah. See, because we're the same age We both have the same image Of Kim Basinger? Basinger Basinger, yeah I say Basinger Yeah Like a zinger Yeah Like a zinger for your bay, Yeah <laughs> Hey Bay. Hey Bay Singer. Nice shirt. Does it come in your size? Hey Singer. <laughs> uh, but you remember when she wakes up after simulated sex? That's called in the first Batman. Because I remember my mom read a review to see if I could go see the first Batman. Wait, what do you mean it's called? What's called simulated? What sex? what what? Film critics mean at least in the 1990s when they'd say simulated sex means implied sexuality because in the first oh, Batman remember they you don't there's no like oh oh God <laughs> yeah. you're getting a condom out of the yellow belt <laughs> oh jeez like that yeah it doesn't happen yeah Alfred
1: brings a wet rag <laughs> for afterwards it's heated so. <laughs> his
0: his glasses which have con- gone out of Alfred's glasses in the original Batman went out of style and I think they're back
1: yes the little the like John Lennon little yeah
0: Thick Lennons. Yeah. Anyway, a <laughs> Little hot. Thick linens. Little
1: Thick Lennons. Great title for something. Little Thick Lennons. You title the episodes? Call it
0: Little Thick Lennons. <laughs> we'll title this one. <laughs> <That's>, all right. <laughs> there you um, go. So, simulated sex, and that she woke up with it. Yeah. Uh, are you excited about Keaton coming back? I'm beyond excited. I'm excited too. I thought, because I never know with you. It was fine. Yeah. Or like, no, I know. Are they going to throw us every fucking thing <laughs> from the well, past? But <coughs> Keaton me. coming back is the thing I didn't know I ordered. And when it shows up at the table, I'm like, I ordered well.
1: Yeah. I'm no, really I'm, I got to tell you, man.
0: Every time I think
1: there's nothing left. Like, like, so like with Star Wars, right? I was
0: just going to go there. I know you like Mandalorian, but as soon as, at a certain point, I just was getting saturated. I'm not even sure. saying it was bad. I was yeah. just reaching saturation. That when Obi One came out, I was like, "It's like so much candy." I it was can't so much. I want spinach
1: and because it's, there's so much yeah. candy. It's and they're not. It's not all great. Yeah, sure. Like, I haven't seen Mando, that, Mando Boba Fett, Obi Wan. It's like there's Mando a little bit Boba. of good, yeah. it, but there's a lot of I don't need this. They're doing a thing. Well, I'll go back to my point in a minute, but they're doing a thing now with the Star Wars TV shows that I hate everybody speaks english there's like no more alien language with the subtitles
0: and they're giving i don't like that because i didn't know i didn't like that but you just explained <laughs> it's i it like a little like that's fun and when han talks to jabba that cut scene or there's other scenes but when jabba's talking in in Huttese. that's what it's called yeah Okay, yeah. wow. I, I just got but erection. Here's the thing I, I erection. Yeah. I don't know what to do with
1: that. <laughs> but here's the thing, too. Because everybody speaks English, and they don't want everybody to be from England, which is the only space accent that should ever exist. Or past accent or fantasy accent. Yeah, exactly. I had a bit about that, because you can't be like,
0: you see that fucking dragon, kid?
1: Well, that's my point. They're giving people like southern accents in Star Wars. I don't care for so that. So you see like an alien with six eyes, and he's like hey, y'all get away from my spaceship. And you're like, this is stupid.
0: Yeah. This is really stupid. I'm going to say something that someone hasn't said since 1970. When did New Hope come out? 1977. 1977. There were people that were going like, this is pretty stupid. Because they were seeing it, comparing it to other things. We loved it. It was new. It was fresh. Right. What I'm saying is, it's always been skating on thin ice. I know that's hard yeah. to believe. No, it's But tri- it's always been pretty close <coughs> to stupid. Yeah. And when you cross the line, it's it's not a far trip to going into like, oh, this it's, was all dumb. They've also got this, and no offense,
1: because a friend of ours is in Star Wars. Kumail? Yeah. I don't mean this offensively. Ed,
0: can you edit that out? <laughs> he doesn't even talk like that anymore. I do impression of two thousand one Kumail. Now he's like, "Hello." <laughs> that wasn't good either, but I'm trying to do it like. Where are my weights? <laughs> <laughs> Deadlifts, <laughs> Emily. Deadlifts. But I they've got this thing with offensive. Star Wars.
1: <laughs> they've got this thing with Star Wars where they keep putting comedians into it, and it's fucking it up for me. Oh I'm Burr, s- I'm sorry. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da. Burr with a full-on Massachusetts accent in space. Yeah. Being like, "Ah, the Empire. Oh, Archie. Sounds like Edith Bunker.
0: It's outrageous. I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm supposed to use the force? Who doles out the force? No, I'm serious. I'm doing your impression. Whenever I say, no, I'm serious, I learned that from you. I'm very proud that I had... Arguably
1: the first or second Bill Burr impression. Now it's and now it's like he's so famous. It's, it's everyone. Everyone has it's an like impression. doing a Seinfeld impression. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Santino. But, but Santine Santin is good at impressions. Santino. His best. Mark Norman is insane. Eh. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like because Mark Norman is like Nicholson. Everybody thinks they can do a Mark Norman impression. That's right. But when it's right, oh, you hear a good it's one. It's
2: right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: Santinos is
1: right. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: A lot of us doing Nicholson were doing uh, Slater. Yeah. Who was doing Nicholson?
1: <laughs> right. Admitted and, to and it in your back. Are yeah. You dead? Oh, yeah. He said he was, Jack Nicholson was
0: the greatest guy. He was his favorite actor. It was like, it was, you know. Speaking of Kumel, Hugh Grant, that sounds like a bet, is his favorite actor. This is going to sound like a bet. Well, especially when he's growing up, kind of like. New, you know, college, new to the country, watching movies, learning, uh-huh. trying to find role models, I guess, comedy role mo- <laughs> I- idols, icons. Sure. Picked Hugh Grant. Go ahead and watch Notting Hill. Y- it's not obvious, but you'll go like, oh, yeah, that's where yeah. Kumail got some of that, like, oh, yeah, well, I'm... Um, yeah. That's uh, interesting. interesting. You would never guess it.
1: W- Woody Allen once said that... Woody Allen is also he one of was, Kumail's influences. W- well, Woody Allen once said that he goes... I don't know why everybody thinks I'm so funny. I'm just doing a bad Bob Hope impression. And wow. in the documentary where he said it, they put a clip of him from Love and Death next to a clip of Bob Hope and I was like, "Holy shit, he's doing Bob Hope." But it's but he's yeah. so Woody Allen, you can't see it until they show you Bob Hope and you're like, "Oh my god, it's the same thing." Wow. Like wild. Like Truly.
0: wildly
1: yeah. identical.
0: Wow. I actually fly out of Woody Allen uh, airport here in Burbank. That's how much I'll take that.
1: <laughs> the uh uh I was going to try to make some, you know who else flies out of Woody Allen? I don't know. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, anything. it's like the the Hitler laundry
0: jokes. Yeah. They're there. There's one there.
1: But 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 my original point mm. with Star Wars was when Star Wars came out, I said the new ones. I said this is amazing, and this is the last time my childhood will ever be brought back to me. Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill returning. This is the last time I will. I hope you like it, Joe. Yeah, and I love the first one. You liked it? And then it tapered off from there. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why i would say that right to my face. You know, they, yeah. Well, Harrison, they killed you, well. and then
0: they made Luke an asshole. Yeah, I'm drinking and blue titty Carrie milk. Fisher died. Yeah, that <laughs> They didn't really do a lot with the legacy as much as they wiped their ass with it. You're right. I never really considered that. We're bringing Han back for his son to kill him. We're bringing Luke back to be a vagrant on a boring island.
1: (laughs) The most boring island. And
0: I, I actually, I didn't watch it, but there was a YouTube video where they were like, they were humiliating them, like intentionally. To like make a statement. This is gonna get you wound up. Just me even saying I can't. That. Don't make me lose my Don't, voice. Because it's already teetering. Uh, I already said you're like American Splendor. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's <laughs> it's constant. Ever since I had COVID. It's it, it You it, have uh, long haul
0: Joe DeRosa voice?
1: Yeah, yeah. One of the symptoms. Remember that list of eighty five symptoms? That was like Was there one? well yes. there was when, when COVID first came out they were like here are all the yeah. you know they were like are you not terrified enough let us help <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: we're the news yes <laughs> we're here to help were you relaxing just now I don't know how people do it
1: Um, I have a bit in my act about it where I, I get so mad when they censor news because they'll say the video's too triggering yeah and I go I know what the goddamn news does. That's why I'm reading it. Who is walking around going, it's been a shit day. Maybe I'll read some news. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm reading it to To be be triggered. triggered. That's the point.
0: That's like a warning on Coca-Cola being like it may be sugary. Yeah,
1: but but, but anyway, I said this is the last time. My childhood. Right. Then they were like, we're going to do another Indiana Jones. And I was like, okay, this is the last time And I'm I'm super excited. Wait, they're doing another one. Yeah, they're done shooting it with with Heron. Yeah, he said it's going to be his last movie. This is my last movie, which is perfect. How perfect is that? This
0: is the last (laughs) thing. If I'm being honest.
1: Um. Uh. So. So. But then, and I'm excited every time. So there, I'm not. I don't do the any Leboeuf in that one. There is a picture from set that he's definitely not in it. Okay. Yeah. No boof. Kate's saying no. The movie went vegan. No beef. No beef. <laughs> I'm excited every time. Then they were like, we're bringing back the Ghostbusters. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot about Ghostbusters. Then they were like, we're, what was the thing that got us onto this to begin with? Keaton. Yes. And then after Ghostbusters, I was like, that's there's no more childhood. And then they were like Keaton. I was like, oh my yeah. God.
0: <laughs> yeah, I so. think I was only there for Keaton. How you are about all of those franchises, I was only about Batman. You didn't love Ghostbusters as a kid? I remember being a little you're a little older than I am, aren't aren't you? I'm forty four. Okay, so you're two years older than I am. Okay. Just a little but that might have been important. Because I remember <clears throat> this is gonna sound so weird. But I, you're such a sweet guy. Secretly, I bet you're actually gonna understand. I remember thinking Ghostbusters was a little too scary, and it is yeah. pretty scary. And t- for a comedy, for like a this will be fun, and then that that co- librarian, shh, it shit started out the whole yeah. this is scary yeah. thing that we've yeah. been doing since Shutter Fucking Island. Yeah, no Ghostbusters, <laughs> 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 fuck you. And I thought uh, Bill Murray's character, who I loved from. It was Groundhog Day before? I loved him from no other way. After. What about Bomb? It's all after that.
1: It's all after. He's got like stripes before Ghostbusters. Okay, That's then it, I, I don't know.
0: even know why I like Bill Murray, but I was like, he's the funny one. I'm going to go see the funny one, and I thought he was mean. He's like mean. He the is. whole time. He is kind of
1: mean, which yeah. they call back to you in the new Ghostbusters. I got
0: stoned, and I,
1: I and I, it was an okay movie. Look, Ghostbusters has never been good since the first one nothing that's what people forget yeah nothing after it actually believe it or not the cartoon was pretty good oh i love the cartoon yeah but the sequel is not good the remake with the with the all women one was not good and this new one was like a serviceable paint by numbers reboot that is now going to have a sequel and i hope because i never lose hope in these You're types the of things, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I hope that that's finally the Ghostbusters sequel we've all really been waiting for.
0: Yeah, but probably, I'm gonna, not. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to reach into the future and tell you it's not.
1: But you know, it's it is what it is. But 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 I love Keaton. I love. I, I mean, Keaton, Ke- and there's pictures now out. There like, are because he's in this, and then he's also in Batgirl, and they're doing Batgirl like. I th- the rumor is, is they're doing Batgirl like basically Batman Beyond where she's, he's too old now and he's got to pass the mantle to somebody and he's, instead of doing a young guy, they're doing a young woman and
0: it's Batgirl. Quick cue. Is her hair flowing out the back? That's Batwoman. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What's Batgirl?
1: Batwoman has a big luxurious red yeah. mane of hair because that's part of the disguise. Wait, she
0: doesn't really have that
1: hair. No, in real life or you know, her, her actual who she is, she has like short dark hair.
0: Ah, so she has So the, it's a, a little bait and switch. Yeah. I'm yeah. like that gives it away, but I'm yeah. falling for it.
1: Batgirl does have some hair coming out. You have to. Do you? Because she has hair. Well, yeah, I guess you Batman. could tuck it in. That's what the cow's for. I guess she could tuck it in.
0: Yeah, tuck it in. You know she's like an NFL player with the hair
1: coming out. Talk about Go ahead. The worst Batman movie that's ever existed. Go ahead. What Robert, I haven't eaten in days Pattinson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to pick that one. Oh. I, I've i been meaning to text you because we're going to do some Batman videos. And I'm like, we you called him Fiona Apple. Yes. So on the record, if we end up doing that, if you agree, I want everyone to know that was what you texted me. Please. Why? First of all, thank you, because you can't beat it. Why is Fiona Apple the Batman? <laughs> There's nothing funnier than that. I mean, it's... And and why is Colin... What? Colin Farrell?
1: No, Andy Serkis. Oh, wait. Colin Farrell. Yeah. See, He's the Penguin.
0: You didn't even know it was him. Why are we covering yeah. him in nine, 90 pounds of stuff when we got Hollywood Boulevard's lined with people that look like <laughs> yeah. that guy? Go to Little Italy.
1: I mean, how many great penguins? I mean, there was rumors that, like, before he died, they were going to have Philip Seymour Hoffman. Amazing! Wow. Giamad would be a great penguin.
0: I can't believe Giamad, who I'm talking to right now, <laughs> hasn't been the penguin.
1: Um, if you, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. If you do Batman videos, I would love to, play. to be the penguin. Well, you already had Patton play the penguin, right? Oh, yeah. I'll play anybody. I would just love to be in I'll, one of the videos.
0: I'll do anybody.
1: Yeah. I would love that. Uh, you know, I, I don't have to be a major. I just want to be a Batman. I want to be a character with a name in one of the videos. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody from the comics, but it doesn't have to be like if you got to give the Riddler to James Vanderbeek because you need clicks or whatever, oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll play. Uh, James Vanderbeek
0: <laughs> was a great pull. Was a great pull. Let
1: me play uh, the the uh, who's 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 uh, uh, Gordon's partner, the the dirty cop.
0: Oh yeah. Let me play that guy. You know, in uh, he's in begins. Yes. Like people think you're gonna open your mouth. That sort of, when yeah. you, when you don't take money, people get suspicious. Yeah. Can
1: I just say... That he's got that- the greatest line in Begins, by the way. Tell me. When he's shaking down the falafel cart, and the guy goes, come on, man, I have children to yeah, feed, and he goes, what, they don't like falafel? <laughs> and that's how you know, he's
0: about to be hung upside down.
2: Yes, he's the worst uh, yeah, human the worst being. Yeah. I
0: regularly, routinely, because I do a lot of kid things, see kids that look like that cop. That's a, that's a certain face that you see on kids. It's these sad eyes. Uh-huh. Don't you like falafel? And like sometimes they have the long hair and a little bit of a Wiggum. The Wiggum nose. I met that guy. You the are, actor. Joe, you are that guy. <laughs> he, he was
1: at a comedy show I did. He wasn't. The actor was. What do you, <laughs> I saw him from the stage and I was like, holy shit, that's... that's did you that point guy. it out? No, oh. but when I got off stage, I went up to him. And I, he's in he's in tons of movies. Uh huh. He's one of those guys. He's in, like, everything. But I, I, I had that week watched the movie Delirious with John Candy, and he plays the cable guy in it. Wow. And I went up to him, and I was like, hey, dude, it's such a pleasure to meet you. And he was like, yeah, you were funny. And I go, thanks. I go, I was watching Delirious yesterday. And he goes, like that. And I go, you played the cable guy in it. And he goes, oh, oh, oh yeah, OK. Because yeah. it was, like, fucking yep. 30 years ago. Yeah you know
0: yeah i wonder what At that's least. like for that like really like is that a good cruising i i actually would imagine that is a sweet career to be in 300 movies as opposed to just being in like 12 as the lead
1: i mean you know those guys they're doing well the the, the residuals i'm sure are yeah. pretty great yeah you only need one or two bangers
0: and the rest are mash
1: yeah <laughs> Well, that's like, <laughs> now I get it. I didn't get it at first. I courtesy laugh. As a courtesy.
0: As a courtesy, the courtesy laugh. Go ahead. Um, Are you, at some point, I'm going to bring this to you. My, okay, to fine. To Joe
1: DeRosa. Michael Madsen said, though, he was like, he's, and I love Michael Madsen. He's one of my favorite actors. But he said, he was like, he's like, I don't care, man. I work. That's what I do. I'll, I'll, you know, like his whole thing is like the dying, the shark that stops moving dies. Uh-huh. So that's why Michael Madsen will be in like a Tarantino movie, and then the following week he's in like some like to be original action movie or so. You know what I mean? Yes, like sure. he's just like right. I'm, I don't give a fuck. Right. You know.
0: I that was I, I've quoted this so many times, but Paul Bettany did this podcast and he was like, I don't know where people get this idea that actors are out there like choosing their careers. Mm-hmm. I know maybe a couple do, but he's like, for the most part, I just say yes. I'm picturing him saying this in the full vision makeup. He was wearing the vision makeup.
1: <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He's in the... I don't know where people think you get to choose. You know, <laughs> Is this too obvious? Is this too obvious? I'm trying to keep a King. <laughs> okay, roses. Yes. One, why did you bring Stephen King's on writing? I was killing time after I ate lunch. And Did I you went have for lunch
0: something just horrible. It's so cliche, it's me that I don't
1: want to tell you because just you're going to tell me make what fun it was.
0: I'm going to guess corn corn beef sandwich. <laughs> Not far <laughs> as off. Big as your head. <laughs> oh wait, you went to Booze Philly Cheese? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, oh, you very close. Thing. Roscoe's chicken and waffles.
1: No, you're closer with Booze. Okay. I don't. Oh, know. you're gonna
0: lay into this. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna celebrate you. Jersey Mike's. You went to Jer- <laughs> You flew to Los Angeles, and went to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> you got an Italian, didn't you?
1: No, I actually got a turkey and roast oh. beef one. Oh, okay, at least
0: you got to mix animals. If you're yeah. Joey
1: Roses, Pat Dr- Pat am staying with, dropped me off at Jersey Mike's, and said, "Enjoy your lunch." And I said, "Hoagie should kickstart my energy for the day." I was kidding. I want to take a nap right now.
0: Oh my <laughs> god, you are so roses. So let's 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 drop in. We're dear friends. I'm so excited to see you. Excited to see you. But I also I'm missing a lot of basics. What's ch- meaning like facts? We're real. We're real guy friends. We talk about sure. the situations we're in, the sure. problems we're dealing with. We're always there for each other. That's true. But we don't necessarily get like the 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 updates on mm. like. Every single element of your life. So since you've done it, it's been years, and I'm just wondering, like, what's making roses happy? Where's roses been? Where does roses want to go? Mm-hmm. The whole philosophy. You moved back to New York.
2: Might well, be a good it, to start. it's
1: I interesting. Know. I did. I moved back to New York, city, city, <laughs> uh, with the intention of becoming more proactive. In my day to day life, career wise, meaning doing more stand up, I had a really good three year run out here when I, when as soon as I landed, things started happening.
0: At Woody Allen International Airport.
1: Woody Allen International Airport. Once he landed. Yeah. But yeah, it's you, 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 well, I came out because you hired me. So that was the first thing. So that was my first TV. He'd buy him. (laughs) 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 That was my first TV real writing job yeah. I had written Here's for the backdrop you know yeah there you go well, well, there it is I had written for TV before but it was always as a consultant it was a week here a week there But so I got that job I flew out moved out for that within two weeks after being here I got a new manager who I'm not with now but she was great and we did a lot of good work together um, within a week of signing with her I landed the lead in a cartoon pilot for FX with like Jenny Slate and Cherry mm-hmm. O'Terry and all these amazing people. Um, didn't get picked up, but still was cool. Two weeks after that, I got Better Call Saul. The vet. Yeah. R- did your show for the duration it was on, went right into Wet Hot American Summer, writing on that. You mean Crashing. No, no, no! Oh, Home no, show. no! The Pete Holmes show. Yeah, yeah. Went right into Wet Hot American Summer. From Wet Hot American Summer, went into Jeff and Somalians. So writing jobs were one after the next. Yep. Got my hour special. Came off of Jeff and Somalians. <clears throat> Did some shorter writing stuff. Did, worked on Moshe Casher's pilot. Crashing was at the end. Um, went to. Booked the uh, CBS I like that you sitcom could tell
0: that I was like, "When's crashing coming?"
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> booked a CBS sitcom, right? And, and which then, I
0: still go. I don't know why. I know exactly. They why. trimmed the roses from that. I one. know exactly why. You Don't trim the
1: roses. I can tell you why. You trim the thorns around <laughs> yeah, the roses. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. I can tell you why. But well, I'll tell you later. But anyway, the uh, and then and then crashing right, and then came a very, very dry period, you know. I left crashing because I wanted to focus more on stand-up. All of a sudden, venues out here started closing that I got stage time at. Mm. You know, promises of, you'll be on the wall next year at the store and you'll be a regular. Kept getting postponed another year, right? Character gets cut. From the sitcom, manager drops me, and it's just a movie. A I never movie. Understood I understood was... the manager dropping. Again, it's Why a thing. Just... I'll. I could talk to you about it later.
0: Why not just keep? Were you? I said to her. Oh, oh, was it? Okay. I said
1: to her, we can't continue working like this. And Were you then in bed sh- smoking cigarettes? And I basically said, "Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, we can't keep working <laughs> <Yeah>. like this." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I said, "I'm going to leave New Yorker country. unless we can do a better." job together because i'm not getting the attention i need for these projects to get rolling and then she called me and dumped me like it was her i don't want to get into it anyway but um so that all happened right movie i was working on that i had sold just fell through wasn't going to happen had sold a pilot to true tv pilot never even we never even got to shooting because there was multiple talent it was me and some other people and negotiations fell apart when the talent negotiations and not on my behalf but on somebody else's it was just one fucking hit after the next
0: yeah Yeah. so you had this like great ascent yeah
1: then a pretty steep descent yeah and I did not like the day-to-day life out here. It's not my personality. It doesn't fit my personality, especially as a perpetually single guy. This is not a town. It's a hard place to be single. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And I was single here. Yeah. But, but you were also working. When you're working and you're single, it's fine. You know? You got to have one. Yeah, have one. Yeah, you can't be single and not working.
0: Yeah, then you're just the guy at the grocery store <laughs> trying to get some kismet going with anybody it's, you see.
1: <laughs> I said to Dana Gould the other night, I go, because he was asking me why, when it went, you know, like what made you move? And I told him this whole story and I go, Dana, you you hit a point where you're sitting in your apartment going, how many podcasts can I create? Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Because you're just trying to be busy. Yeah. Uh,
0: and also have some human connection, I
1: would imagine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, but this was the this was the kicker. Um, <clears throat> I saw I saw Bobby Lee I just saw Bobby yeah I'm gonna see him later today actually but I saw him and, and and he really gave me an amazing pep talk and he was like he's he I was like Bobby I haven't worked in basically two years at, at that time and I go I, I just don't I'm done I don't want to be here anymore and he was like two years is nothing i went five years without working like like this is what this is something's about to happen and i was like okay and he's like go fucking work at the the store won't pass you go work at the fucking laugh factory man and i was like okay and it was this great pep talk and then i saw marin two minutes later because i was like
0: you should hang it up well <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's funny i had told burr i wanted to leave and i guess he told marin and I saw Marin two minutes after I saw Bobby, and Maron goes, "So I heard you're pussing out, man." That's what. Oh, I yeah. haven't seen either angle. Yeah, and he—I like, could have seen
0: the Marin that goes, "Like, I fucking get it, dude." And you he gotta got to protect yourself. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna look out for you.
1: Yeah, no, he was like, "Come
0: on, man." And man, then I you know said, "Why, Joe? Can I interact? Inter- yeah, inter- interact please <laughs> interject." Because you're the best. Thanks, man. As you're doing all of this, I, you know I'm always. We haven't yet done it, but there's got to be the Joey and the Holmes thing again. But I'm like, it's about you. It's over black, and this whole story of how everything was falling apart. And we start. Yeah, <laughs> the movie starts. I would it's love about to the do the Great Rise of the Roses. I would
1: love to do something with you, of um, course, and I mean that. I always, we always have fun, and, and, and you can pay me in Fiona Apple jokes. <laughs> 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 but here's the thing. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So. There's a hap, very happy ending to all this. No, I know. I'm just, this is the lead up, right? So I go to the... Marin didn't say anything. Oh, the Marin's. the funny thing was that he said was, he goes, so what, what is it about this play? He goes, I get it, man. You can't get the charge here like you get in New York, man. I get it. But what else don't you like? And I go, I just don't think I'll meet my wife here. And he goes, your wife... Look at yourself, which was very funny. Uh, that is, <laughs> that's the opening scene. Yeah, it was so funny. It Joe DeRosa, yeah. look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's with Mark Marin. That's the opening scene. It's me. Oh, it should be no, me talking to, be be Maron, talking to Mark Maron, and we're having coffee, and I go, I don't think I'll meet my wife. Your wife, look at yourself. And That's the end of the scene. Oh,
0: it's a short scene. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the beginning of Pulp Fiction. I know everyone says that, but you're just kind of drinking. You know what else it's to be o- opening to? Bad Guys, starring Mark Marin. The cartoon. Bad Guys? Yeah, you, you see, because of Leela, I know Bad Guys, but there's a cartoon with... Uh, with uh, what's his name? Sam Rockwell and Mark Marin are the leads. And it's a kid show? It's a kid's movie. Oh well that's cool. And it was really good. Um, sorry. Oh so Marin the... says, We're getting to our happy ending. But so I don't get so anyway,
1: so I go I go, I'm gonna stay. And I did stay for another year. And I did go work at the laugh factory. And it was the worst place you could ever work.
0: (laughs) It's so funny. I love that this story to generations of Americans, if they didn't know what was going on and they just heard this audio playing from the clouds, they would just assume you went and worked at some factory. Yeah. And I like that your feeling toward it was that it was like working in a factory.
1: I went in the show, like it was like my third spot. And I remember, it's funny, the first night I had a show there, Bobby Lee was on the earlier show. And I went, to the girl from the box office goes I have a note for you and it was from Bobby Lee and he said oh well look who's getting spots at the lab." you know it was actually very sweet his advice that's yeah. a sweet little yeah. moment little Christmas card I have the note still It's with like I have a box of memorabilia what if you're like, I have a box of stuff I've been meaning to
0: burn yeah <laughs> and, uh, but I still have it
1: <laughs> but yeah like so you know nothing against the laugh factory it is what it is it's a certain type of club it was not for me and I just didn't fit in and it just didn't work and I said after a
0: year I was like okay I gave it a year did you take your thermos and your lunch pail and just walk out with dusty boots <laughs>
1: yeah 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 <laughs>
0: hung the hat you hard clock hat. out <laughs> <laughs> you should have to lo- clock in at the laugh factory yeah you should
1: <laughs> yeah woo <laughs> 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 jinx <laughs> we both if my, my voice wasn't fucked up I could have done it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every show yeah. should start with that. Yeah. And then. Yeah. You ever notice that balls kind of look like, like like that's the yeah. factory starts doing it? You have
1: to do your set sitting on an iron beam.
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yes. Feet- Tonight's lineup dangling. <laughs> and your feet are dangling. Yeah. Like you, this-
1: <laughs> Dane Cook, Maj Girardi.
0: I don't know who it is a lot. Uh, uh, so many other people that. that- when I was doing it more, aren't, aren't around it. So so it gets
1: the night gets darkest before the dawn. It gets darker, but then it gets very bright. So I moved back to New York,
0: which is hard to keep you in the dark at that long. You got Fritos on your face, it's, and then
1: it's so bright. It's dude. It's <laughs> got a lit cigarette in your hair. The moving back to New York. I I, I hate to give every detail, but they're all so important. The moving back to New York was the most stressful move ever of my life. I had almost no money; like I, I had just burned through anything I had acquired because
0: I had been working, and the move was so expensive. And it's one of those brutal lines in extras where he goes, "Because remember Ricky Gervais's character Andy? Yeah, is." trying to work and he's just being an x-ray and you know it's not paying very much he's like i got savings and his nemesis goes the pile it dwindles <laughs> yes, the pile. <laughs> it's, such, it's, it's the most brutal yeah, thing to say yeah the pile it's it dwindles
1: refer- referring to it as a pile yeah it's just so it the whole thing
0: yeah it's brutal so your pile and dwindled.
1: because of the move I had done, I, I was moving right before Christmas. And because of the move and the way it was planned or, or timed, you know, the only way it could, and then it, it butting right but up against I Christmas, I would have, and then it butting right up against Christmas. Your favorite me, holiday. My favorite holiday. And then me having to go home to my mom's for Christmas. I remember this on Christmas Eve. My friend goes, So you're finally fully back. And I go, I haven't slept on a bed in a month. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, they took my bed for the move. I had to sleep on a couch. I got to my apartment. I didn't have a bed yet. I had to sleep on a couch, an air mattress. Then I got a couch. They delivered my bed the day I left to come home for Christmas. I've been sleeping on my parents' couch in the guest room. I was like, I haven't slept on a bed in a month. I haven't eaten and, in a and, month. And, Yeah. <clears throat> and on top of it all, I took this little shitbox apartment in like an old tenement building in New York. Why? It was easy to get. It was in a great location. And I wasn't going to be there because I was going to be doing stand up.
0: Yeah, it's so your cops. Melania and I used to call it cops apartment. Yeah, right? You just need a Venetian blind to stare out yeah.
1: occasionally. And Holmes, I'm talking like truly only window was in the bedroom. Only sink was in the kitchen. Wow. No sink in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like true, like low level New York shit, you know? Yeah. And um, what floor? Like third, like just high enough that it was a pain.
0: You know what I mean? Not high enough to be a luxury. Yeah. Not low enough to be easy. Yeah, yeah. No elevator. It's a great story. I My heart hurts for the Joe that was suffering, but I'm also like, this is a good story, man. It's going to, it's, it's so, so, and the, it was a
1: dirty building. It was like a dingy fucking building, right? But I start doing tons of stand up. I go back. Esty starts using me at the cellar. Paul and or Patrick are using me all the time at the stand. How that
0: happened? Just out of curiosity, I, I, if I'm SD, Joe DeRosa shows up, boom. Is that how it happened? More or less. I love it. Yeah, she was just like. I'm not surprised. I was just pausing in case there was some. I like those moments where somebody like Jim Norton goes like, "Come on, yeah, yeah you didn't need that at that." Well, point.
1: and that's the thing. It's like it's like I had been gone for so long, and that I, what I didn't realize was that my stock rose a bit.
0: Rosa, yeah, because you know, yeah, you had all these things. People, hear it's actually about cool here doing. in LA. You're like, it's been five years. I was on Joe and some aliens, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're all kind of like, okay, what are you going to do next? Then yeah. you go anywhere else. It's like you wrote on five shows. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know. Like, it's, it's cool,
0: fucking crazy, right? Yeah, it's very cool, and I'm glad you got a little, uh yeah. a little tip of the
2: cap.
1: And um so I'm doing stand up. I'm I'm walking. I remember one weekend, like, and I would just I would do those those two clubs. I would do New York Comedy Club, and you could walk. So I was walking. Yeah, it was like decent weather, you know, for December. I was like briskly walking Can from I? set to set. It was exercise. I'm coming home. I'm like, man, I made fifteen hundred bucks this weekend doing fucking spots. Like yeah. this is stupid. I'm back, baby. I'm do you know? I'm like uh, now. I'm gonna do the road and this and that, right? And I'm so excited. This was the right move. And COVID hits.
0: I. How many movies should right. be made? Yes, where that's the the comp. That's like the inciting incident. Yeah, it's like we have this story. We're invested. You have your shit apartment, but it doesn't matter. You're doing spots. You're walk, taking walks. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking COVID. It hits roses is back yeah (laughs) and the universe is like got a mask (laughs) oh my shit hits brutal and i'm in new york belly of the beast of covid literally one of the look i know it did fine it's actually one of the first places that sort of bounced back too well because it was the first place that went down exactly but I remember being glad I wasn't in New York. It all
1: started there. Even though I love it's New funny York. we all said the same thing about California when it came out here. Mm. Cuz we were looking at it like Phew. we've done that. Sorry guys, yeah, it yeah. sucks, man. You know like yeah. but like um COVID hits. So I'm in a essentially windowless apartment. Yeah, you're uh, in a tomb. It's 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 gross.
0: I, it's cramped. I, I know this is the story, but I am just taking a moment to in horror appreciate that you rented an apartment on the full knowledge that you just would quote, and this is a quote, I'll never be there. Right. <laughs> no, you're about to be there for two fucking years. Yeah, dude, it's like, dude,
1: because I, I thought, because no. I thought, like, my, my friend who got me the apartment was like, you could break the lease. Like, don't worry. You know what I mean? Like, he was, because he was a real estate and He was like, don't worry about it. So I was like, I'll just fucking crash here for now. I'll find something better. Yeah, And then COVID was like, no, you won't. Like, this is it. Wow. So I'm stuck in the apartment. Now, Combs, keep in mind, I'm not just stuck in the apartment. I'm stuck in the lightless apartment. The only way to get outside is to walk into the hallway that looks like it invented COVID inside of it. It's that gross. And it's a time where every news thing is like, don't touch any surface. You can get COVID.
0: Remember when they were like, don't touch your face? That yeah. was a thing. Our kids yeah. are going to be like, mommy and daddy had a time when the news was like, don't touch your yeah. face. Yeah, wipe down your cell phone.
1: I'm leaving the apartment for one reason and one reason only, to get food, groceries, Yeah, and
0: then go back and, and hold with up you, again. they really are groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Folks. Folks.
1: You're talking about New York grocery stores. Yeah. They're already like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the worst case scenario. I'm sitting in my apartment. I had a mental fucking break- and I'm by the way, I'm off. I'm not I haven't I haven't been on meds in forever. I'm not in therapy. And it all just crashes down. And um uh I, I had a breakdown on a Zoom with my parents to the point where they were like
0: we want to come get you. Your dad is the Billy Crystal thing. I think
1: that... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If I call you back... They, they, they were like, we want to come get you, but we can't because of COVID. But we think you might kill yourself. Really? Yes. It was that bleak? Yes. I was literally on a Zoom going... He could take you on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, um, um, I moved back here to do a thing that i may never be able to do ever again because nobody knew what the fuck was going on wow so what was that call like crying i wasn't my mom was my mom was crying i was like full-on fury wow like fuck this fucking world if you're up there fuck you too like screaming up at god and shit like that
0: and your upstairs neighbor is like what did i do to
1: go? <laughs> yeah yeah like like really dramatic but like true like a true was,
0: book of mormon like you yeah were, i was furious wow and the
1: musical not the. and then i had friends calling me being like are you okay like who called
0: um give some love shout outs to these people
1: Keys? it was like my cousin <laughs> no it was yeah hey no, stupid yeah no like well well here was the big one this was the main one okerson called me and he was like let's let's go somewhere me and you and like sal Sal who i do taste buds with he was like let's I call him New Pete, but
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's just because he's so funny, and you guys have such great rapport. I'm like, "Fuck you, man! That's my guy." (laughs) It's only out of love and out of respect for his talent. I'm laughing. I know, no, I know, but in case he hears that, I'm not actually mad at it. I'm
1: sure he would get it.
0: Yeah, Uh, but it's like when you see someone else with your with one of your best friends, like having your rapport.
1: Yeah, you don't like it. You don't like it. Hey. So he goes, uh, Jay goes. Let's go somewhere. We gotta get. We gotta get out of the city. Like we'll be careful. We'll all test, dude. This was like. By the way, we had to get home tests through a doctor. That was like these are half
0: reliable. Like they didn't even yeah. have t- yeah. tests yet. It no, was it crazy. Didn't exist. During so, that time, did, did Big Jay go from fingerless to fingered gloves?
1: <laughs> I believe, yeah, full fingered. No, uh, no, <laughs> for I'm sorry. COVID it reasons, was cut off latex gloves. <laughs> cut off disposables.
0: We'll be safe. We won't share parliaments. Yeah. 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 He got them from uh, punk rock uh, hospital supplies.org. <laughs> there's a way to do CBGB. and There's a hospital that's like letters. There's a way to do it. I don't have Something, it. Something, right? Yeah. CBGYN. Something like that. OBCBGYN. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew we could
0: get there. OBCBGYN. So. He goes
1: he goes, let's go somewhere and like get out of the city. Like we're going crazy here. Yeah. Dude, it looked like fucking I am legend. It was it was horrible. Yeah. And it's uh, getting slapped left and right. Dude, it that was so wild. wild right? So so he goes, let's go somewhere and I said, Jay, I'm embarrassed to admit this. I literally can't afford it. And he said, Let me pay for you. And I said, No, 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 I can't do that. I'm extremely Humili- humiliating and he said when somebody he he gave me i forget what the story was he told but he said when i needed something so and so gave it to me yeah let me do that for you as a friend which was amazing yeah so we rented this house and i did eventually pay him back when everything settled but
0: that's what we were all thinking well, in this beautiful story yeah did you pay him yeah back
1: i did i did eventually. with interest yeah yeah with no not with interest <laughs>
0: Uh, fuck you! You're the one who wanted to be kind. Here's your investment. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> you don't help a friend to turn a profit. Don't spend it all in the same
2: gloves.
0: <laughs>
1: uh. So we go away, and where did you go? We just went up to the Catskills. We just rented a house, and um, and it was really good for the soul and i really bonded with sal we weren't doing our podcast yet i i kind of i was friendly with him i didn't know him very well yeah but we really this bonded is when you became taste buds it's it's not yet almost oh, okay. yeah but but uh we 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 bonded we just really
0: got along and then which by the way if if you guys are getting along like this during this time you deserve to be in the new homes Yes. <laughs> this, this Holmes is a travesty. This whole time I'm sort of like, where was Holmes? I mean What do you mean? Where you, you were dealing with your life. No, I know. Like we I, all it's not even, I
1: spoke to you during all that.
0: Yeah. We spoke. Yeah. It's it was a terrible time. I just wish there was something we could have all <clears throat> done oh, for. I wish another. you could have been there. Oh, I, I wish was you could there. have been <laughs> in on it with me. Uh, bait you Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Take that Mario. Um
1: uh, so out of that came this thing where we started a text thread and, and we, we titled it The Crew and it was like, we had a COVID crew finally.
0: This is so beautiful. Yeah.
1: And we had like
0: a family. Can I slow it down a little bit? What sure. did you do in the Catskills? Did you uh, cuz do. if you leave it to my writers it's going to be shower curtain uh backdrop and you guys do stand up with a broom. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't picture what you did. We had um booze? W- it wasn't a lot of drinking. We had two
1: nights where we like partied it up with drinking. Yeah. Um we partied close, it up a lot. featuring drinking. <laughs> a lot of like group cooking. Oh wow. A lot of like huge like dinner was huge. It was kind of like in Goodfellas when they're in prison. It was like the event of the day
0: was dinner. Oh, my God. La- this is heavy. This is like the third act of Chocolat. Yeah. It's really <laughs> heavy, melting uh, my heart. <laughs> heavy dessert There's a Big J cigarette dangling yeah. from his mouth, <laughs> flipping a pancake. Yeah, making crepes.
1: He's making. He's got to be making something super fancy. Of course. But like it's the yes. cigarette.
0: Yeah. And they're immaculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Sal putting clams on his pizza. Yeah. Jade
1: half-ass cigarette reduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At tableside. Yeah. He has a pan with a like yeah. a perfect reduction in it. Um the <laughs> <laughs> truly great.
1: Um heavy desserts. Like full, like the we, desserts
0: were heavy or just lots of desserts. Like
1: we got like S- like a smorgasbord
0: amount of desserts,
1: like yeah. a like a like like hotel casino buffet dessert.
0: This thing. is as beautiful as Valerie's like girls' trips to Joshua Tree menstruating in the desert sand. <laughs> Howling at the moon, braiding each other's hair, titties <laughs> floating in the hot tub uh, massage circle.
1: That would have been if that was a Holmes monologue. You would have done it in the. I would have in the toucan voice. By the way, remember? Yes, used to be a multicolored beak. I meant something in this town. <laughs> remember that? That was my favorite joke ever.
0: I didn't remember. I knew it was referred to as the toucan voice. It's the yeah. Joe DeRosa voice. And I, we sort yeah. Posting on my Instagram old Pete Holmes show monologues, so I watched them to approve them. And I'm like, wow, I went to that a lot. And it really is a credit to you as a performer and as a writer that I found the Joe Rosa attitude of like, you think you're going to do better. Like, it's not exactly <laughs> you, but no. we wouldn't have had it without you. But we had, yeah, it
1: was, you the, had to have. But the toucan <laughs> joke was yours. Sure. When we went to the zoo, the two touca- the lines were. <laughs> Sprawling acres of land. You look over the bird that can fly. Is it a? It's t- in a phone booth. Two
0: by two, glass yeah. cube And then the toucan says, <laughs> yeah. "A multicolored beak used to get you somewhere in the, in the town." And,
1: and you're fl- throwing the cigarette. <laughs> yeah. as
0: he said, "God, I, I hope you feel that way about it. when I watch and, Pete Home show clips. I'm just filled with like, boy, it was just a big sleepover.
1: I, I, it's the, they, it makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. And I remember Nate." Uh, Nate and I forced you to put the snake room joke in and it bombed. The but we were like, it's room. funny, you're wrong. What was it that the snakes are st- they're like they're the, the guys in the spa. And I go, you go in it's a cobra with a towel around his neck. You can see his snake balls. <laughs> and we and you were like, that's not funny. It's not a joke. And we we're like, it's fucking hilarious. And it, it ate it. it. It ate it in the monologue. We ended up cutting it out. It might have been my fault. <clears throat>
0: you telegraphed that little glint of like, I don't believe in this, joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. We should have flown you in, and you could have done it and flown out. It. It <laughs> but anyway, so
1: that was a huge turning point moment. It's we, beautiful. It was it awesome. It should be a movie. It was awesome.
0: It's truly beautiful. It's funny. And there's lots of stories done... about Steel Magnolias and ladies doing it, but this is very beautiful when i say feminine i just mean nurturing. no no, i understand life giving men yeah. can be that way
1: we did three trips all together the crew yeah and on the third one is when taste buds was born wow no i'm sorry i'm wrong the second one okay we were in the hamptons uh, that's, a, that's another story for another time let me let me stay on track here so well let's go to that story after this one sure if we get to it so we leave that place. I'm spiritually, reached, soulfully, I should say, recharged. Yeah, I have people I, I love it. and yeah. I care about, and I'm not alone. And that's the beginning of the turn. So then I call my I on that trip, Holmes. So my God, I almost buried the lead. On the, look at me, I'm, I'm the act of giving a gift away. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Seinfeld!
0: And <laughs> for anyone wondering, anytime we're saying something that doesn't make sense, it's from Glenn Gehrig and Ross. <laughs> uh, so, but
1: that's how good we are at it, because you got... The words that I'm referencing were not the reference. Yeah, it was right. the tone. Sometimes it's just the It cadence. was the inflection and that's cadence. Right.
0: You, sometimes the reference is just borrowing the the staccato rhythm of a line. Yeah, yeah. Wet out there tonight, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wet out there tonight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cutty out. Uh, so on that trip. Get the truck. Here's where it all changes, right? Okay. On that trip, I get back into therapy. There we go. Via telephone, yeah. This wonderful woman, Johanna, and she's like calls me and she's like, "They gave me your info, and I can do sessions with you over the phone." Wait, your friends got you, Johanna? No, no, no. I called my doctor, and then, oh, okay, you know, healthcare stuff. Then, and she goes, "I'm getting you back on Prozac. You, you, you got it. Something. You're, you're off." Yeah. She starts me back on Prozac. I get the first prescription while I'm on the trip.
2: Yeah.
1: I go and I just so I start the medicine for here and always and here with the friendships. I get the call on that trip from New York state New York whatever gov they're like you're you have qualified for financial assistance, and you can actually go on to unemployment now and we'll pay you. It was like seven hundred dollars a week or something, wow. which at the time was I, I, I so
0: desperately fucking needed money. Yeah, and then like what was your rent? I'm just trying to crunch the numbers. To,
1: it was like twenty one hundred bucks. So a it's month. like
0: that's uh, that's like your rent.
1: Yeah, it was basically right. Well, but but, 700? but I hadn't paid rent in two months, and my landlord was okay with it. Oh wow! Because nobody was paying rent because of who is your landlord? John Denver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it, Joe.
1: Yeah. Late rent
0: in my mailbox.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention I lived on Sesame Street? Ah <laughs> uh, Snuffy's a very good landlord. Um so that happened. I then like get the SBA call where they're like, You're incorporated. You qualify for a grant and a loan. So now all of a sudden I've money back in my pocket. Yeah. And I can think straight for five fucking minutes, yeah, and I did what was right. I started paying rent again. I didn't fuck around, you know, like I didn't try to take advantage of anything. I was like, I need this to get back to where I need to be,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that happened. I got friends, and i and i and I can feed myself, I can think straight again. Then they announce you can't get it from surfaces and all these things. Mm. Then they the antibody tests come out. I get the antibody test. I had the antibodies because apparently I had COVID. Oh wow! So like all everything is like finally just starting to brighten. And in this moment, I, I'll never forget the day. It was the day I found out I had the antibodies, and it was the same weekend they announced you you can't get it from surfaces. And I left my apartment for the first time without fear. Mm. I walked around New York. It was sunny. It was beautiful. I went to, and you will make fun, Wendy's, and got a to Squire Burger to go food for the first time. Yeah, because I wasn't afraid of somebody touching no, my food. And even right? uh,
0: even I can't touch that. Yeah, though. it's a lovely story. <laughs> and
1: I went and I sat on a, on the steps of a building in New York and ate lunch. And I was like. I fucking love New York. And I called my parents. I'm, I almost started crying. I called She's my now. parents oh. and I said, I said, um, I realized something. I'm not here because I want to do stand up. I'm here because I want to live in New York. Oh. And I was like, that's huge. I don't care if I can't do stand up. I still want to live here. I care if I can't do it, but I, yeah. You know. That was a huge moment.
0: And in then, the movie, you're on the steps of, like, the public library or something. We need some good steps. Yeah, and they I get up and I run and the pigeons fly. <laughs> and, <then. laughs> and because you're you, you take one and dip it in ranch dressing <laughs> and just, just bite it set off like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and it freezes as the blood is squirting out. <laughs> the end. Some people stand in the darkness. Baywatch theme place. <laughs> Um. Yeah.
1: The greatest freeze frame ending of all time, by the way, is, is the movie Easy Money. Treat yourself if you've never seen
0: it. I haven't seen it. The greatest, <laughs> greatest freeze frame of
1: all time is the end of Easy Money.
0: Well, I did tell you. Let's let's not forget where we are in the story. That I was like, I am in need. I love being a dad. I love having a daughter. But I, and, and it's not even but it's and I just don't have any. I'm like a I'm a Judd Apatow character in the first act where I'm like I just need some guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just need some bro time, so I was like, so Joe will have some dumbass movie with <laughs> and, and I'm really excited. It's really interesting, man. Like for real, for real. There's like I, I never really identified as a, as like a super guy guy, right? But as soon as I was with two women and doing a lot of like nurturing gr- guy uh, girly, not girly. Uh, I know what you mean, though. Fraternal, paternal, whatever, yeah. just, uh, maternal. Taking care of a baby and and being a husband. When they would leave and would be having like the most idyllic days, and as soon as they left, I'd have like thirty minutes to myself. I'm watching Sicario, like <laughs> I couldn't wait to see the bodies in the walls. I was like all the parts that I would w- normally skip. I'm like, show me the drill going right into the... or whatever it is. I I had like this weird. It's not weird. Yeah. We're like we're men, Joe. Yeah,
1: we're men. You're cycling through the rocky just the matches yes! of all the movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and there's
0: been a real need. There's a need there. There is. There yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> but you know, so we it's so also something women have. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so so I um so that was an amazing day and that was a realization. And then Cut to a few months later. It's the summertime. Is this the Taste Buds one?
0: Yeah. Okay. I go right here. Let's go to the mid-roll ad so people aren't shocked by it. And when we come back, I want to hear the birth of Taste Buds on the second trip. Okay. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns. We know this. Stress, change, grief, moments of growth, and moments where we all feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself through all of the struggles that life can bring and BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help with the twists and the turns and will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. Therapy, hands down, has changed my life, has changed Valerie's life. It's greater than the sum of its parts. You think it's just talking to a professional or talking to another human. For some reason, the way human beings are built, it helps way, way more than you think it's going to. That is absolutely true and has changed the trajectory of my life in a huge and wonderful way. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log in from your account anytime, anywhere and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions or... Uh, So you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. That could be awkward in real life. It's much better to do it this way. It's more affordable than traditional therapy as well. Offline therapy is more costly and financial aid is even available. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being because, well, you deserve some inner peace. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Go to betterhelp.com slash reviews. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So a special offer for weirdos, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash weirdo. Thank you to BetterHelp for supporting this show. We're also brought to us by our friends at ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? That would be pretty creepy, right? Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Ah! (laughs) Your internet provider is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone that's why i always use expressvpn expressvpn reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online many of you may be wondering well if i'm routing my data through a vpn doesn't that just mean the vpn can see what i'm doing and log my data instead You might be right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but they've been caught logging customer activity. Guess what? ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. That means it's impossible for their VPN servers to store any data, in, any data including logs of any ExpressVPN customer. And if you don't take my or ExpressVPN's word for it, ExpressVPN is so confident in their no-logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms... Price Waterhouse Coopers audit their technology. It's no wonder that The Verge named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com/weirdo right now to find out how you can get three months free. That's e x p r e s s vpn.com/weirdo. W e i r d o expressvpn.com slash weirdo to learn more. All right, back at it, and we're back. Okay,
1: <laughs> I go to we go away again. Mm. Sal, this this was a this was a huge moment. Sal and I are in the house. We're in the we went we rented a beach house, not not on the beach, but a house at the shore. I mean. Uh, and, we're, we, and and there was a pool in the backyard, which plays into it. We're in the house. We're cooking breakfast. Uh, I can't wait for what the first topic was. A, Someone eats a cheese. it he, he goes to make a bagel and makes a remark about the bagel selection. First of all, bagel? I know. It's one of those words. Say, I'm getting creamed. We did we did taste buds with the RU Garbage guys this week, and they They fought for bagel bites, and they made fun of me the way I said bagel the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm not even making fun. I'm just noting that that's how they say it in Minnesota. Yeah. Well, am I Mario? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> uh, am I from Minnesota?
1: <laughs> I'm a bag of candy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... Getting toasty, huh? Yeah. uh,
1: So, anyway, so um, we're, we, we, because I had bought cinnamon raisin and plain. (coughs) And he's like, why are there no everything bagels? Why would you not? And I go, who the fuck wants an everything bagel? And we start arguing. He's like, it's the, what are you talking about? It's the best bagel. I was like, no, it's not cinnamon raisins. But, and we started arguing. I'm with Sal on this one. We started arguing and Pete, The other people in the house were like jumping in, whatever. And Sal goes, this is like when we fought about the cookies on the Joker's cruise. Because Impractical Jokers does a cruise. And on that cruise, we fought about Chips Ahoy and Oreos. And I go, oh, yeah, this is. Which side did you take on that? Chips Ahoy. I hate Oreos. Um,
0: So... (laughs) I don't think we can let that slide.
1: I I don't like
0: Oreos. You t- go ahead, take the jacket off. Yeah, the I should have told you. Now we go to the mid-roll. Go to play the mid-roll ads again. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So. I'm going to need more on that Oreo subject, but yeah. keep. Well, oh, there's a whole episode of Taste Buds about it. I can't, be, I can't be jumping to another podcast. I'm already listening to this one.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so, so we're
0: arguing, screaming screaming about bagels. One of my favorite things about you is you'll get real worked up about some basic shit. In the middle of
1: it, he goes, is this a podcast? And I was like,
0: yes, I think it is. You look down and Squarespace is already there. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah, I look down. They've got, yeah. Dollar Shave Club. What's
1: the fuck? Yeah. I was trying to remember the name of the electric toothbrush that everybody adverted. Quib? Quibs? Oh, Quibby, whatever the fuck quip yeah yep. damn it
0: <laughs> six cbd companies <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and a gambling app i think I, <laughs> I, I feel like i was one of the early adopters to cbd
1: keep going um so anyway so i go yeah it is and, and he goes what, what would we call it and we sat for an hour in the living room it's 10 30 in the morning So from 9.30 to 10.30, we sit in the living room trying to figure out what we would call it. By the kitchen clock? Yeah, the kitchen clock. And then he looks at me and he goes, shouldn't we just be thinking about this with a nice cold beer in the pool right now? And I go, and like I lit up so much of the idea and he started laughing at how excited it made me and he crossed to me and hugged me and while he had me in his embrace, he said, don't you dare ever move to LA ever again and we went to the pool oh my god and had the best day new homes better homes <laughs> and at 4
0: p.m. i exclaimed taste buds <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i always wonder is there an earbuds is there like a music music file there's got to be got to be an earbud there's right? got to be right earbuds if there's not,
1: let's do it. Do it. I, it's not for me. I'd just be I'm like, saying if it's not, you, I would copyright it if I were you.
0: And, oh, okay. And sell, sell
1: it sell to it. the poor sap that <laughs> does want to do I
0: it. 5% of your quib at. I, <laughs> So, anyway. And did you do a little jig of celebration? You can just point that at Joe. We can stop the oscillator. No, no, no. You don't have to. Point it away. be a sweaty Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> that was very fast.
1: Um, but but it was so so the 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 importance of that part of the story is is it's a beautiful story it's beautiful and it's it's the deepening of the friendship but it's also now i have this podcast and the podcast very luckily takes off Mm. so now it's like
0: i really want to i want to argue orgios with you
1: we we will (laughs) we will by the way and then that and me and patty are still doing our podcast with the movies and and that was doing okay it was doing pretty well but then taste buds popping made we'll
0: see you in hell pop more Mm. so now all of a sudden i'm like holy shit man like really it didn't split your audience it actually grew both of them
1: it grew, We'll See You in Hell,
0: jumped significantly from Taste Buds. Wow.
1: Why? Did you talk about See You in Hell on I that? I would plug it all the time. And I'd say, if you don't get enough of me complaining here about food, you can hear me complain about movies on this other show. What? With another nice man who puts up with it named Pat Walsh. Who kind of has Sal vibes. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. So, so they don't immediately take off. It takes time. But they, they, yeah, and by the way, when I say taste buds take, we we started recording taste buds months after creating it there, and then we didn't launch it until months. So my point is, is by the time all the the the, the help money is running out, money is actually starting to come back into my life again. I'm, wow. I'm actually have a I have a career again. Yeah. Where something is making money. amidst all of this happening yes uh I'm with Paul Italia who owns the Stan Comedy Club and is one of my best friends in the
0: world we're sitting on sounds like an alias (laughs) it does I'm uh Jim Sicily (laughs) oh no Sicilia
1: (laughs) we're sitting on his roof we're looking at all of the stores that are closed in New York uh and he says, everybody is jumping ship, but it's the people that stay that'll survive. So if you ever had a thing you wanted to do, now's the time. And very passively I go, I just wanted to open a sandwich shop. And he goes... <laughs> and he comes over to me. He hugs me and goes, don't you ever move to LA again. Holmes. He goes, what are your sandwich ideas? I tell them to him. He goes, we're going to do it as a pop-up at the stand. Whoa. And we start in the middle of. You had five minutes on sandwiches.
0: <laughs> you did your sandwich set, and he passed you. Basically All right. provolone, basically underused cheese. Yeah. So that's that's. What was the sandwich? What was the sandwich that like made you different? Because
1: it was a concept. It was an idea. Speaking of it as an idea. We're destroying side. Tell me. <laughs> I hope someone forwards this to him. Yeah, I do too. they <laughs> will probably yell at us. <laughs>
0: I know, uh, boy. I've had speaking of Glenn Gary, I've had Seinfeld on the hook to do this podcast for four years now. How great would that be? Yeah, it would be the best. That would be the best. So tell me, I, I do mean it though. I'm curious. What is the Joey Rose's sandwich that you think made you worthy because it's doing well and it. I know where was, the story goes. It was beca-
1: what, what excited Paul was the concept of it, which was I was like, it's eight sandwiches. They're $8 a piece. And what we're going to do is, is we're going to give people 10 times better of a sandwich they can get at Subway, and we're going to beat Subway's price. It's literally, and I said this on Ryan Sickler's show yesterday, it's American gangster. It's when Denzel goes, I'm going to go right to the source yeah. And get the heroin myself, Can I and sell it for half the price. Yeah, I actually love that movie. It's a great movie. It's A great movie. Yeah,
0: no one talks about that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's the they came after my wife. Yeah, uh, my favorite part is when he goes. He goes. He go, when he goes, he goes, you don't scrub that, you pat that. When he's mad about his rug. That's a $20,000 carpet.
0: <laughs> I, part, I've seen that just, movie. Somebody spilled something on his rug. <laughs> I've seen it so many times, couldn't tell you that part. It's
1: so, it kills me. You pat that. He's oh so mad. Oh my God. Anyway, um so i tell paul this idea and he's like i think that idea is great and he was like so and then when i told him the sandwich ideas i was like these are like things these are variations of sandwiches i grew up with like and you can't get these in new york why the fuck can't you get an italian sub in new york and when you do it's 17 dollars, and it sucks Mm. why am i going to a corner bodega to get an italian hoagie in new this is crazy man Mm. um
0: so you know like that was it that was it we always teased you about hoagies i know and then you went into hoagies i went into the hoagie business it's like when people it, like, when people tell you who they are you should listen to them but when your friends tell you who you are <laughs> you should listen and we kept going you're a hoagie guy Holmes. it's literally you
1: love hoagies when the guy goes remember when my teacher said you could make a living being funny it's yes that.
0: yes except with hoagies except everybody was like have you noticed joe's Always oh, two fist and hoagies. <laughs> this guy's got a lot of hoags. Yeah, you never, you never beat down the hoagie dream. By the way, I'm not just doing this to, to you know, lean into your interests. I'm legit invested in that premise. Why do sandwiches suck? Why do they suck, Joe? Because they're and, not made properly. And when I went, when I was growing up, I know we're two old men. But when I was growing up, you could go to a number of places in the little downtown area mm-hmm. in Lexington where I grew up. Go in and get like a fucking rocking sandwich, like mm-hmm. a great sandwich, mm-hmm. and then it all got turned into. Well, Subway had a big part. Was a big part of the problem. Quiznos, well, don't we deserve better than Quiznos? Don't I, we? I mean, I only. Just because you heat it up,
1: I don't recognize Blimpy or uh, Quiznos. I just don't even consider them. I recognize <laughs> Subway because they're there. Yes, you can't ignore it. Yes, they suck. Yes, and their spokesperson had sex with or tried to have sex. He did it, something real know. bad with yeah, kids. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> anyway, it was the worst. We have a T-shirt. We we have a Joey Rose's T-shirt. We're about to launch our merch, and it just says our spokesperson isn't in prison.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you think Subway has ever brought you up in a meeting? (laughs) Do you think they've ever been like, guys, I've been warning you about this hard eight? And they're like, get out of here. It's a one-off.
2: Kids are problem.
1: Maybe. The um so, so we start doing the pop up. We spend I'm not kidding, two months. Perfecting the bread recipe. We bake the bread every morning. Wow. We spent two months perfecting the bread recipe. Well, it took you four hours to come up with taste
0: buds. I'm not surprised <laughs> it took you a few a few weeks to come up with the bread, but it's perfect. It's perfect bread. It's perfect bread. I think so. What do you? It's a it's a hoagie roll.
1: It is, but there are. This is why you ask the question. Yeah, why no, do I'm sandwiches interested. suck? Yeah. And the bread. The bread is your is that's your foundation. It's like ninety percent bread. If your bread sucks, yeah. And when I say sucks, I don't just mean the texture and taste. I mean if there's too much of it. Yep. Holmes, I'm telling you, we went through like trial periods before we launched the pop up where we were like, How much meat is too much? How much is too little? Wow. How how long should the roll be? What? How wide should it be? How do we make it work how do we make it a value for eight dollars? But also, we still make some kind of profit. Yeah, but but the person doesn't feel cheated, you know. Like it was, it was a lot, dude. It was a lot, but we figured it out, and we launched the pop up. What surprised you? Because I mean, I I like
0: watching shows about small businesses and stuff. I think people do. So you had this dream, where maybe you can't answer this. I don't. I don't want to fuck with your business. But like, at some point, there had to be something where you're like. And it's gotta be honey baked ham. Fake example. Every and single someone thing. goes and someone goes. Joe, the reason why no one uses honey baked ham is because honey is actually a sweetener that's imported and like your overhead. Like it's you're not going to make any pro Like at some point you had to see make some concession. No,
1: you didn't. There was no concession. So the way we solved that problem, we had it. We did that. Did come up. Yeah. We have a sandwich that's that's Asiago cheese, Genoa salami, prosciutto, and uh, sweet peppers. The problem with that sandwich was, if you want to use prosciutto, you have you have to use good prosciutto. Bad prosciutto is a nightmare. It's, yeah. it's disgusting. And Paul was like, "Dude, this is not cheap shit. You know, like this is right. You know, you you know." What? So you yeah. figure out, okay. How do you make up for that cost in over here in another item? You know what I mean? Uh, now you're Xbox losing money on the system right.
0: but making it on the games.
1: So we have a peanut butter and jelly with Ruffles, not Ruffles brand, but a ruffled potato chips on it. Yeah. On the sandwich? Yeah. That sandwich has a very low low cost. Uh, um, yeah. You know, pro- what, 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You, it evens itself out. It even is
0: itself. it's interesting. The people eating the PB and J's are helping pay for Papa Prosciutto over here. Yeah. Live in
1: large. And by the way, don't think that you're getting skimped on the PB and J. It is a monstrous sandwich, and you will be just as full and just as happy. And it's an eight
0: dollar PB and J, uh, buddy. I'm going PBJ every day. Yeah. Even good Prosciutto. I'm like, what is this, Freddy Krueger's nuts? <laughs> Get this shit. It's even when I ate meat. Prosciutto is one of the most. Oh, I know you're going to fight me on this. It just tastes like, I don't know. I don't even it's want to say what it tastes like. It's an extremely
1: salty ham. I mean, well, it's, it's
0: very salty, but also just the texture reminds me of biting the corner off my finger. Uh, it's like human. It's a little
1: too human. I would say for that me. you, well, yeah. It's often cut too thick. Okay. And that's a problem. <laughs>
0: that's just, <laughs> I love Joey sandwiches. These are all the little things. Yeah. It's like, it's and like. And did you like it? Does that make you come alive when you're doing this?
1: So when we first started doing it, I was making the sandwiches yeah at the pop-up i had nothing else to do yep you know we we this might have been pre-taste buds recordings i don't remember but pat and i would just record on zoom yeah
0: and then um and then so you're saying in the future Hard eight restaurants are going to have black and white photos of you actually making the sandwiches I, like emblazoned on the wall
1: it, it's it, possible they're <laughs> i don't think so but they're available <laughs> They exist. <laughs> Joey, uh, I'm calling it now. It's happening. Oh, that's funny. Um, no, but uh I was I was doing it because I was like, if he's gonna give me a chance to like do this under his roof and use his staff, yeah, so we can see if it works, I gotta be all in.
0: And you rose to
1: it. Yeah, and I, I, I also had to show the guys how to do it. Like I made I made like guides and And are you enjoying this or is this a drag? No, I was. Yeah. I was. It seemed like you were, and comics were coming in, and and fans, and yeah, fans were always like, "I didn't think you'd be here." Uh Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. I want to make sure it's good. And then Keith's in the corner. Of course, he's here. Stupid. Well, Keith. Actually, it's so funny. Keith was like, "God God damn it, it's great. I hate how. I hate that I like it." Like
0: that's a merch shirt. Yeah, I hate that I like it. It was very funny. He was screaming at me. I uh, Can I say something that you probably won't care as much as I want you to care? Sure. Like I want this to be really sweet, but I don't think you're going to care. But I want you to, the subtitles on are like, I love you. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to eat a turkey sandwich. I know I don't eat meat. But That's I, huge. My favorite sub is turkey and I want the Joey Roses. That's huge. Turkey. That's huge. Tell me a little about it. It's turkey with roast beef. Okay, well. I'm but we to... home
1: make the roast beef and homes. I'm telling you. You might want to have the roast
0: beef on oh, it. Oh, it's been decades since I've had it. But if,
1: but if you really want it with just turkey, we can take the roast beef on All it. All right. Um, it's got hot cherry peppers on it. Okay. The best peppers. It's got white American cheese, some mayo, salt, pepper, tomato,
0: onion. It sounds great. It's When awesome. Val was pregnant, she also doesn't eat meat. She have a turkey sub. It was the only thing she wanted. It's a very specific food. It's, it's a very crazy. A turkey food. sub
1: seasoned right is awesome. It's unbelievable. Um, so fans coming in. Fans are coming in. Comics are coming in. So funny, Cypher Sounds uh, came in. <laughs> he didn't know I was doing it. He just came into the stand for a meeting and he saw me behind the counter and he was like, is everything all right, man? Because he thought I just got a job at the stand. <laughs> uh-huh. And I go, no, no, no. no." I go, I have a sandwich pop-up here. I'm doing a sandwich business. And he goes, oh, that's fucking dope, man. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, So anyway, so during that period, Paul was like, you know, man, like we should talk about a brick and mortar. People are reacting strongly to this. And we started talking about it. And then Paul was like, you know, we both like the old school bars. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it should be a bar too. It's going to be a lot easier to keep the lights on if it's both. Hmm. And then we were like, well, let's make it a place you'd want to hang out in. Let's make the best bar we can think of that would be like our favorite bar and what's that well first we picked the location which was the lower east side which is sort of the last bastion of of manhattan of true manhattan old school manhattan and then because of the lower east side we start to be like what do we want this to be and we were like we want it to be like all the social clubs in the movies we love so much and then that expanded into the idea of we want this place to feel like a cross-section of all the best decades.
0: Time flies when you're talking what about What time
1: Berry is it? A 90 minute it's the 90-minute line. Okay, cool. We we want it to be a cross-section of all the greatest decades of New York. So we were like, What's the, what is that? And we were like, it's the 70s and the early 80s. Mm. And Holmes, you want to talk universe. Our address is uh, Rivington Street. I can't believe I'm blanking on our address. It's on Rivington Street. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we we hired an artist to help us with the design, and we hired two different artists.
0: And I think Joe, I had. I'm pretty sure we had a meeting for homeowners insurance, and I'm pretty sure the company is called Rivington Partners. Really? <laughs> that today. That's weird. That's universe. That's universe. We When we say universe, Joe and I always have these weird synchronicities, like super blatant. like That's that weird. One. That's a good one. That's really weird. I mean, today I had a meeting with Rivington Partners. I, I'm sure of it. That's really weird. And you're like, it's Rivington.
1: Weird. Well, but also the fact that Rivington is so significant to what I'm about to tell you, too. Because that's it, Rivington is another universe thing. Weird. We're on Rivington Street. We have an artist come in to help us with putting the design together. Uh, And we said, I kept explaining this concept. And I said, it's Paul's Boutique. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, the Beastie Boys album, Paul's Boutique. It's every cool thing about New York. Like, it's like, it's disco and it's Studio 54 and it's punk rock and it's hip hop. And I was like, it's fucking Paul's Boutique. And she's like, "Okay, I got you. I think I got what you mean." And I find out, I'm
0: like, oh god, I'm gonna have to get a license to ill. Before <laughs> do. It's gonna take six months to get the license to ill before I can- <laughs> before I can break ground on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta call my bell. <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs>
1: I find out a month later, the front cover of Paul's Boutique was taken on Rivington Street three blocks from our bar. What? (laughs) Because that's where Paul's Boutique was.
0: Oh, my shit. And I'm like, what the
1: fuck? And then I'm like, of course it was. There's a fucking Beastie Boys mural there, and I never knew why it was there.
2: Wow. I thought it was just
1: like a cool mural. Whoa. So then, like, once that all clicked... Then it was like, so you, yes, yeah, the bar you want it to be, right? Paul was like, he got a screenshot of James Kahn's bar in the movie Thief, and he was like, we're going to make our sign look like this. And if you look at the sign in the movie Thief and you look at our bar sign, it's the same sign. Wow. And it when we, the night it lit up, I literally teared up. I t- it's, oh, fuck, it's going to get me. God, I don't want to cry. I texted Paul a picture of the sign because he couldn't be there when we turned it on. And he just wrote back, we did it with a picture of the thief sign. It was fucking awesome.
0: Rose, the awesome. story is... I just love it. I'm loving <laughs> this chat. I'm sorry to interrupt just to tell no. you how great it is. It's a It's a story of isolation to community. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's from head to heart. It's from and all these unexpected things you never would have dreamed moving you. What I kept saying when
1: I moved back was... My biggest problem that I had with the with the lifestyle of L A. and I don't mean to knock it. I'm not knocking it. Please, but it's it's suburbia essentially. Yeah, sure. And I said the ultimate goal is isolation. It's to get the house on the highest hill with the fence that has. You want to hear my bit about the it? The I code.
0: Yes, you want to hear my bit about it? Go ahead, it? please. You're, I think you're gonna love it. So America makes up for like 4 or 5% of the world's population, it might be like 4, maybe right. lower now. This is an old statistic. But we use 50% of the resources of the world, which is fucking insane. Right. We could both write an hour just on that. Right. I think about like in Pee-wee, we we're, we're Herman. Right. You know what I mean? Where they yeah. get them nah, wearing the three-piece suit at the high school has like homemade pudding at lunch and is like, and lets other kids smell his seat or something. And he's like, you should be lucky. You got to smell Herman's seat. (laughs) But here's where it becomes a bit, or an observation at least. But then Americans, it's like America is our our parents yes and the way they are in the world trains us how to be in the country so america hoards mm-hmm. and then isolates right like who doesn't want to share i know right. we share i'm just saying doesn't share that much same with americans our goal like you're saying is to make tons and tons of money and then move away from everybody right so you become a tiny little america using you make up four percent of the country and you're using 50 percent of or your community you make up a tiny sliver of it but you want to hoard just like we learn to hoard from our parents does that make sense makes perfect sense so that's that's and that is very (laughs) evident in la make it and then break and then yeah and i would always
1: say the only people you ever see are the curated group you allow in past your
0: wall yeah that's right it's the tony i i with this too it's the tony stark thing uh, I've, I've said this a million times on this podcast, but Doctor Strange says to Tony Stark, and it's a deep burn. He goes, "Unlike you, I have friends that don't work for me." And yeah. I was like, "Yikes!"
1: Yeah, that hurt. That's that's a yeah. that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you said earlier? Full circle. Which which which, which one of these guys actually has friends? That's right. Yeah. That's wh- that's why yeah. I, I'm interested in. Yeah. That. yeah. So
0: and that's why I value
1: you so much. Yeah. As a friend. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. So so I said that uh, that was L.A., right? But I said what I liked about New York was it was about integration. Mm. You can't live in New York without a goal of yours being complete integration. It has to be. Mm. I was like, you, you could be Donald Trump living on the top floor of Trump Tower. You still have to go down the elevator mm. through the lobby Mm-hmm. and you're getting your newspaper at the same fucking stand I buy my front. Mm-hmm. You're going to the same coffee shop. And you're the guy in the, in the cabbie's cap being
0: yeah. like, <laughs> hey, Mr. T, you see the headlines <laughs> yeah. tonight? And yeah. He's like, all uh, right. Uh. I'm,
1: I'm every John Mulaney voice. Yeah. Hello, Donald. <laughs> so, uh, and and that's what I like about New York. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, so it goes from a story of complete isolation to, to truly a story about integration and connection not just because it's new york and not just because it's with friends and doing a new thing but also homes because during the pandemic the idea the original idea of the the sandwiches that are affordable but great it grew into this whole other thing because we were watching the city collapse Mm. and we were we were sitting there going fuck you and your $22 craft cocktail. We're sick of it. Mm. I we want to open a place where you can come and sit for hours and spend 40 bucks mm. and eat and drink. Mm. Come get drunk for 20 bucks. You know what I mean like and that everything that it that was the indicator of every single decision made in the bar. The and then we started putting ourselves into it. The entire wall behind the bar is, is our video vintage video discs that Paul found at a thrift store in Detroit. Of all the movies we love and classic. You mean laser disc? There's a there was a there was a laser disc competitor that was called a video disc, and this oh. is that. Wow. Um but it comes in a plastic the disc itself is in a case with the artwork on it, and you would put the whole thing into the machine. Wow! So you can
0: buy one of these, and it's like a a mini disc.
2: Yeah, it's a piece
1: of wall art. Wow! So it's it's so all these movies that we love are behind the bar. The entire bar top is um, um, wood. No, no, well, that's what's funny. It was supposed to be. (laughs) It's a forty-five. Yeah, yeah,
0: wood. (laughs) With Simpsons, we cut back. It's dark out. (laughs) I'm not even hearing you. Go wood. (laughs) The bar was wood.
1: That's a great Simpsons joke. They do it a lot. That's perfect. Um, it's um, oh, for Christ's sake! I'm blanking on the term. When you put the clear stuff down and it hardens, it's like a resin epoxy. Yeah. So we did an epoxy bar top. The entire bar top is a collage of of classic New York hip hop flyers and posters. Wow. Some of which came from my childhood bedroom.
0: Wow. We so they made have jizz on them. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> We made the, this one we didn't have to epoxy. It just stuck right on there because it came from Joe DeRosa's childhood bedroom. Can I start you with some Asiago sandwiches? You know what? We're good. Oh my God. Uh, I feel like the roasting level has been just right. It's good. It's It's not heavy. You're coming in with with
1: jokes when we need them. Otherwise, it's just a heavy story. No, I love the story. Uh I'm really I'm, no. I'm saying you're peppering. I appreciate it. Yeah, it. Yeah. a banana pepper, a banana <laughs> or cherry pepper, hot ah, cherry
0: pepper, A ah, cherry pepper.
1: We <laughs> made the back room look like an old, like steakhouse, like you know, like. The bathrooms look sort of Studio 54 ish. They've got mirrored ceilings and gold leaf walls. Like, oh, wow. we just took it's a new way to check out your neighbor's dick. Yeah. Well, it's a one man at a time. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the most Coke looking bathroom of all time that only yes. one guy can go into. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's every single piece of it. It's funny. Some people have visited the bar and go, this sort of feels like your apartment. Because oh,
0: it does sound like your apartment
1: a little bit, right? Like my Star Wars arcade machine is in the bar. Wow, you know, like like that's great.
0: So anyway, so you're really putting yourself into it. Like there's vulnerability here, the kind of vulnerability that requires friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. not to mention that my face is on the logo.
2: Really, I'm very uncomfortable.
1: Wow, but um, and I did not want that, but Paul wanted it. I'm saying that because I don't want to sound like an asshole, and I was like, yeah, put yeah, my yeah. face on put it. Put my face on the yeah. sandwich board. Uh, put, put me on the sandwich board. Put me on the, ca- the Cadillac board. The, uh... And then... Get the chalk. Yeah, get the chalk. Asiago. And you draw yourself. I mean, we said we wouldn't go near it, but I, A, B, C, Asiago, <laughs> bread, cheese.
0: Ah! A-I-D-A. No, forget it. It's Uh, too hot to riff what A-I-D-A means. So,
1: And then we open the doors, and then fucking Omicron hits. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, But it's been amazing, the, the influx and support that we got initially, strictly from the comedy community initially, and then the neighborhood started to come in and then and it's like you know big j was telling me and this is really touching he was like he's like dude you're like a fucking comedy stop like he's like people fly in cuz they want to see this show and they want to see Legion of Skanks live and he was like they always go we first stop was joy rose's sandwich you know like wow it's fucking wild like you're like people, part of the tour yeah people were in the other day and they were like oh my god like you're here. This is cool. You know, It's is always really sweet. And you just wake up under newspapers. <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> of course I'm here.
0: Uh, it's all, you just go back and a pigeon dreamy. lands on your head. <laughs>
1: am, am I dreaming it? As you mean that's what <laughs> no, I thought you meant? no. That's funny. I just meant no, that you that's were what sleeping I thought was
0: funny. in the I shop. I wake up and I'm, I'm, I'm
1: homeless under newspapers.
0: I think that's really funny. That's I've an angle. The whole thing. It's a little more Twilight Zone. Dre- this is the
1: dream. I'm yeah, here talking to you they wake yeah. up. Uh, <clears throat> none of it has happened. But they were like, dude, we drove down 90 minutes from Connecticut. Like, people drove in from Ohio. Wow. Like, it's wild. Wow. It's fucking wild. And I'm always like, please tell me you're doing something else while you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes they are, and they're sometimes like, yeah, they're we-. not. So there's like, nah, no, fuck it, man. We just wanted to check it out. <laughs> We also yeah.
0: want to try Big J's hot sauces, but uh, this is it. <laughs> and understand Luis Gomez does relish, uh, and, then, and then we're driving back to the Buckeye
1: State. <laughs> it's so funny, I keep talking to Tom Papa about this, but he makes bread all the time, and I'm like, let's do a thing with your bread. Do a Papa store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Papa's, Papa's tapas, Papa's, papas tapas, papas.
0: that's where you should do that tapas tapas and then the the like the log line is we didn't just do it because it rhymes i actually there's like all this text i actually love tapas (laughs) Uh. the um um but we got through we got through omicron what was the big j thing it was
1: just that it was just tour stop oh but we got through omicron it's been incredible uh, the most flattering thing that happens is sometimes uh, a very old person, and I shouldn't say very old person, you know what I mean? A, a legit old person will come in and, and say, like, I haven't seen a place like this in years in this neighborhood. Like, it's, I'm like, holy shit, man, we fucking did it. Like, yeah. everybody's like, how long have you been open? We're like, since November. They're like, what? This looks like it's been here for like forever. Wow. Um, it all just came together. So here we are. End of the story. Joey Rose's is up and running and flourishing and being enjoyed. Well, he's not running. <laughs> <laughs> Taste Buds is like going strong. We'll see you in hell's going strong. I'm back out on the road for the first time, really, since all of it. Mm. Ticket sales are way up because of these other things. It's mm, great. Like this, it's it was a whole reestablishing and rebirth into a career that when I left this city, I thought might be done. Wow! Like you know,
0: so good, Joe. Wild. I love. Do you know that? Speaking of Keaton,
1: I can't. That was a that story was at least an hour long. That's wild.
0: Oh yeah. Like when you
1: asked that, I was like. I was thinking this will take me about 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love uh, the movie The Founder. Have you love seen The Founder? Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. It's about McDonald's. I, yeah, I steal I steal, Paul.
1: I steal everything out from under Paul.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, that's what, no, a third guy would come and steal everything. And be, and oh, then at yes. the end he'd go, you know why I stole it? The name, Hard Eight. <laughs> just sounds like America to me.
1: It's funny, I watched that movie when we were building the bar, which opening that type of business in New York City, I'm sure it, I can't I can only speak to it those specifics because that's what I experienced. It was the most stressful thing I have ever done, ever hmm. ever. I mean waking up night after night. Like at 5 a.m., like literally, like waking up, like, who do you think you are? What are you fucking crazy? Yeah, cold cuts,
0: cold sweats. <laughs> yeah. It's the old adage. You go into cold cuts, you got some problems coming your way. Like nuts, man. Yeah. You know, it's no, terrifying, I, what but, was, but exhilarating. The reason I brought up the founder was for the past hour, I've been listening to this story and I've been like, legit enthralled i do love you i'm sort of you know what i mean like i'm more interested than most but i'm also like this is like a great story that's why the the, you getting kicked in the nuts at the beginning part was so essential the zoom with your mom right i'm coming up but i can't right big j coming in in a corn (laughs) t-shirt and rescuing you eating corn (laughs) he also eating corn (laughs) corn beef It's not going to be a vegetable. The only vegetable that Jay eats (laughs) is corn. B. Joe, I realize I have a gift for you. This is no shit. It's on the desk. Katie, you see that? This is going to sound silly. You see that napkin? I got this for you. No shit. And I just realized I was going to mail it to you whoa i only got i got it for you what was it from like the premiere
1: of the carlin thing?
0: the premiere of the carlin thing and yes a drink was put on it not me i was mad when someone did that but it's just the seven Thank words you. you can't say I'm and i got it, for it as you. my
1: bookmark for my book
0: boom yeah that's about right <laughs> that's what i wanted you to say
1: well,
0: it's <laughs> listen it's that's a lovely gift it's a dirty napkin it's a little gross <laughs> no i know i didn't do that i didn't do that that's no i mean it that's about right. <laughs> put it in the no, put it in the Cadillac the book, book. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey we're almost out of time I also don't want to lose it no 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 you're a beautiful man uh, we're almost out of time it's so. this really is the sleepy summer series I forgot that this happened. it only happens every year for the past 10 years <laughs> that every, every summer we don't have AC in the studio so we just kind of like have these like lower and you slower. put AC in the studio well we have it it's right there but it's too loud yeah, have it. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Yeah, have it. That was That was one of my favorite. You looked at me with pure incredulity. Just Yeah, have it. Turn it on. That's the it's Jackie Brown. It's, it's Jackie Brown. It's Jackie Brown. It's not, it's Jackie Brown. It's the line, it's Jackie Brown in Jackie when
1: Brown. When he goes, when Sam Jackson goes, you mean to tell me you saw the bail bondsman in the store and you thought nothing of it? <laughs> With De Niro, when he kills De Niro. And he goes, wow. and it's, Paul quotes it to me all the time when he's breaking my balls. He always goes, you used to be beautiful, man. Because that's what he says, as De Niro's dying. Wow. He goes, You used to be beautiful, man, because he can't believe the fuck up. Wow. And you didn't think any that that, that was it. You yeah, just told yeah. me you saw Max
0: Cherry in the department store, played by Robert Forster. Wow. <laughs> Someone's getting all these references, but it's not me. And I'm Did you never see Jackie Brown? I've seen it, but not as much as I've seen it. I've seen almost every Tarantino movie many, many times. Do yourself Except- a favor, revisit. Yeah. It's it's
1: one that you got to see a couple times yeah. to really love it. Yeah. It's way funnier than you remember it being. You have to watch Jackie Brown without Pulp Fiction on your mind. I see. Pulp Fiction had come out. We all thought it was going to be another Pulp Fiction. It's not. It's a different movie. Yeah. And you have to now go back and watch it knowing Fresh. like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and all that stuff. Yeah. And you'll be like... This movie i am not saying it wasn't amazing when it came out, but it—you'll it, it, we really ready. love it. Yeah,
0: we we wanted more.
1: Yeah, you're like, why it? is it being told linear, <laughs> linearly? <laughs> linearly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
0: the word. Here's yeah. the—you know—it's silly to because I thought we would actually talk about this for the majority of the podcast, but here we are, and you have a, another show to get to. But you tell tell the story. You, why did you you called me recently? Are you comfortable telling the story? Yeah. Is that something we can talk about?
1: I talked about it yesterday on Sibley. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, then. Did I say
1: Segura earlier? I don't think so. Not Sibley. Uh, Oh, you said Sickler. Sorry. You said Sickler. God damn, a lot of S's. Who did you do? Sibley? No, I did Honeydew. Sickler. I did Sickler. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. I love Sickler. I was eating fruit salad before we went into the studio, and there was Honeydew in it, and without even realizing, I'm about to do a show called Honeydew, I put it on my fork and I went, I started walking away and he goes, what, what, are you, what are you about to do, man? What are you about to do? And I go, I'm throwing away this fucking Honeydew. He started laughing so hard and he's like, let me tape it. Let me tape it. Oh, because you don't like Honeydew? I was like, it's a shit fruit. It's worthless. Look at it. It looks like it's gonna be bursting with lime and flavor. (laughs) I don't think you've had a proper honeydew. Fuck off. I've had it plenty of times. (laughs) This is like when this is this there are three things people do this with, and I've had it. Number one, cantaloupe and honeydew. Uh Uh-huh. Number two, weed. (laughs) Number three, vegan cheese. anytime you go i hate one of those things so he goes i don't think you've had the proper i've had all of them and they all suck (laughs) every weed every vegan cheese and every melon
0: (laughs) i want to say i thought cantaloupe was honeydew is honeydew the the like white one honeydew is the greenish white one yeah that one sucks yeah, because you think it's gonna
1: taste. Yeah you, limey it's gonna and <laughs> yeah, you
0: think it's gonna be limey and refreshing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but I do like cantaloupe. You into cantaloupe? I hate cantaloupe. This guy with the, with the fruits.
1: No, I'm serious. Those Why are,
0: did you get a fruit salad if you don't like? Now it just because there was spice. only
1: two pieces of honeydew in it. What, what, what it, it was what, mostly pineapple, which I love. I love. <laughs> you
0: love the palate. Yeah. Of a child. <laughs> Pineapple is like, it's like a gateway fruit. It's like, come on, I know you've been having Sour Patch Kids, but we got a party over here, too. Look at my fun spiky hair. I'm, I'm like Guy Fieri. I going to say
2: that. Slice it to me. The Guy Fieri of
0: fruit. It's like the most undeniable fruit. Bright yellow fruit. And I'm right. and yeah, and spiky hair. <laughs> And when you eat it, it tastes like sugar candy. But I, then you can't make the leap to honeydew,
1: buddy. I gotta tell How you, honeydew yeah.
0: is like you know your in-laws. You marry pineapple, but you gotta have cantaloupe.
1: No, no, you gotta. Exactly. It's like the in-law dinner you don't want to have to go to. You're obligated, and you got it. Yes, but I'm saying it should not be it, an obligation. It should be a joyous experience. I hate the melon. I hate watermelon. I hate pineapple, honeydew, and uh,
0: watermelon.
1: I hate it. Here we go. Let me guess. I haven't had the right one, right?
0: Watermelon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. Water. I hate it. I hate it.
0: Why? I'm gonna wager a guess because your body is so brittle and malnourished that the water content of it makes bowels start moving and gurgling, (laughs) and you and you have to like you can't handle it.
1: It's a fair guess. (laughs) But you answered your question With your mockery of me Yes It's water It's delicious water I'll I'll, I'll go eat a fucking ice cube (laughs) (laughs) And guess what I won't have to deal with seeds (laughs) Oh my god Have
0: I just written a new bit about watermelon Yeah I think you did (laughs) Oh, I thought you were dipping into the Taste Buds archive of no, that the, one. No, that we just great. argued watermelon and I lost terribly because he. I, I'm also now appreciating uh, how good Sal is. It's he's going very good. You. Yeah. Because uh, you need that. You need that. What are you talking about? Hot day? Hot day? You go home? You have a slice of watermelon. Your mom I mean, cuts you a nice triangle of watermelon. That holds it holds together. It's got good like, structural integrity. That's
1: exactly. Yeah, that's that, that that a really that a good, good impression. That's yeah. a good impression. You'll, I'm embarrassed about what I took that I lost with what do you mean the fruit I lost to watermelon with I'm embarrassed is it pineapple raisins
0: for <laughs> <laughs> those of you not dying with laughter the concept of taste buds is you're arguing that raisins <laughs> Are better, than- are better, and here's the on, on raisins. Raisins are what the crazy old lady with the lights off on Halloween. If you go up to a door and and you insist, Joe, 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 if you insist, she comes out and gives you a, a dry, he crusted box of raisins. He brought up
1: Halloween when you get the box of raisins. Yes,
0: and you want to burn the person, and you want to burn down. the, and you want to burn their house down. And if you do, and you're caught, they say you were right. They gave him, uh, they gave him some sun-kissed please, raisins. Can we clip it? Can we
1: isolate it? Can we clip it? Can we? We get it to Sal. Yes, this he's got to see this impression. Katie
0: writes down the clips. It's a perfect impression, of Sal. It's so good. <laughs> it's perfect. It's well, perfect. I called him Better Homes, and I'm glad that we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and his last name is N Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about why you called me the other day. This well, sounds so like I'm loading. Can I? I'll just say you I, called I, me because you wanted to talk about the meaning of life. I wanted to talk about spirituality. Spirituality, and I'm just curious outside
1: of a church. definition of it uh, outside of a organized religion approach to it because yes I said to you in so many words and it, it does relate to the story today I should be happy I should be happier than I am why do I have such a sense of dread about the future and yeah and I kind of narrowed in on because I'm making it all about me there's mm. something bigger than me, mm. and I'm just not connecting to it or focusing on it. And whether that bigger thing is the stars and the sun or the universe or a, a power or whatever, I don't know. I just know that I need to get out of this, and like, that's right,
0: into that. So and I called you and I said, I think I'm only saying that's right because I have that revelation no, no, no. all the time. No, 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 I, no, I just don't want to sound condescending. Like that's
1: right, Joe. No, Welcome you, to you,
2: the party. You, you
1: didn't at all. Yeah, yeah, By no. the way, I love that. That's the thing you thought would sound condescending. You've <laughs> well, you haven't been running. <laughs> Got to meet ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's just a montage from the whole podcast as the curb your enthusiasm music plays underneath it. <laughs>
2: Oh my
0: God! Uh, I it doesn't make sense, but I want to call you Paul Giamatti's cheat day. I don't. It doesn't even make <laughs> it's sense. Funny, yeah, you know, it's funny. <laughs> but so, so like,
1: you, you're not just a dear friend, and not just a dear friend that's into this stuff and practices it, but also out of everybody I know, the most equipped to be able to talk because uh, I do know people that are religious. My parents. Yeah. You're the per, and more than that too, but like, but you're the person that was so equipped to actually take it out of all the stuff that usually gets in my way. Yeah. And, and, and I said to you, I said, I somehow, I was driving, I had my phone plugged in, and I had, it was, I was listening to YouTube clips, I wasn't watching them. And somehow I get, onto a YouTube clip of Larry the cable guy talking yeah. about his Christianity. Yeah. And so much of what he said about just the practice of life made sense to me. Mm. He lost me when it started to get into the church
0: talk mm-hmm. and the and the
1: you Which know. is a
0: shame by the way. I'm not putting down Larry. I'm just saying there's certain areas for me too that you can be saying something that I'm just so into. And as soon as you get into like a for me, it's like us, them, in, out, heaven, hell. We have it; they don't. Something exclusive, something exclusionary, something fear-based. I usually, and I haven't heard the talk you're talking about. That, that I, it's it's such a shame that there aren't more places where you can have safe conversations about spirituality.
1: Yeah, and there was, and 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 not that he was, you know, prickish or anything. Yeah, he was just talking, but there was a rigidity to it that
0: I was not. There was a rigidity to it that the sleevelessness could not relieve. <laughs> he was sleeved.
1: He was, fully he was sleeve. sleeved. Yeah, uh, but no. But it was there was a rigidity that I couldn't. I was like, there. I'm hearing that tone of the priests I knew growing up. Yep. And, and it's I, nails on a chalkboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I said to Ryan yesterday. <clears throat> I said I, I, I look at it like the way a lot of people look at AA. A lot of people go into AA and they go, you got to get past the God part. They're going to keep saying God in here. That's going to turn you off if you're not a God guy. You know, Don't worry about that. Get to what they're telling you to do about sobriety. Yeah. And that to me is the thing. And I told you, you sent me the Richard Rohr video, which was amazing. Yep. I sent it to my mom. Oh, wow. I haven't discussed it with her yet, but I sent it to her. And I called her when I sent it to her. And I said, I think I finally found... After you watched it. Yes. I said, I think I finally found the thing uh, that will create some sort of common ground for us in the world of spirituality. Mm.
0: Wow. Uh, By the way, so much of my spirituality was, was rooted and encouraged by wanting to reconcile and reconnect with my mom. Which is that's interesting, interesting. It, it motivates it I'm not saying it was the point of it but I'd uncover something that rescued some sort of language or some sort of worldview mm-hmm. or just some sort of perspective and I would I just couldn't wait to share it with her and when it comes to like Richard Rohr she's she's into it too it's, it's incredible that there's something I could send to my mom and Joe DeRosa and both of you guys are like this is fucking great
1: well and I said it's funny because I, I said to my mom Pete Holmes sent me this mm. she knows you from she was from she would watch the show, yeah, but uh, so so that was like an interesting little detail, you know. But uh, yeah. she, um, and I he's I believe he's Jesuit,
0: correct? Uh, Franciscan, Franciscan, okay, but very similar to the Jesuit.
1: I said, yeah, I said Jesuit to my mom, and she said, Oh, that's interesting. The Jesuits are very, they're very liberal, with with, mm-hmm. and I said, Well, maybe that's what it is, but I said, He's just. He equates prayer to meditation, which I've done for years. Mm-hmm. But he finally explained like why they're similar. Mm-hmm. You know? In in let me let me rephrase that. He he made an analogy that wasn't negative. I always made a very negative analogy with that. Mm. I would always go, oh, prayer, it's it's meditation. It's your it's your whiskey. It's whatever, it's your tune out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a very obviously jaded way to look at it. But when you're not feeling hopeful about the world, you know, uh, that's how you'll look at things. This was way more like, just like, you know, just the idea of like once the, the thing that he said that really resonated was once he said, when he goes prayer or meditation, basically goes whatever you want to call it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and then he said, when you're, when there's no goal, Mm-hmm. And we're putting everything in the perspective of if you're praying to save grandma, you're you shouldn't be praying, which is so interesting mm. because I do like meditation, and every time and I do think it's similar to prayer. But every time my mom has ever said you should pray for so and so, I I know you're not religious, but I've said no, mm. and because I'm like it's, it's to me it's a, an absurd thing to do. Mm-hmm and him saying that again the negative t- or jaded way to say it is oh yeah mom god's going to save mrs tulio or you know who was a neighbor of ours that passed i'm not shitting on her i'm just saying mm-hmm. because
0: uh, you because you prayed or whatever yeah yeah
1: she was a very nice lady but you know what i mean it's like that's the jaded way mm-hmm. the richard Roar positive way is you shouldn't be trying to trade favors with whoever the higher power is mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not
0: about that. It's about you staying connected to that, to Mm -hmm. that thing. And staying in like a flow too. It's like, it's like being quiet enough to hear where you belong. Like your story had a lot of flow in it. The story of your life, your, your recent life has a lot of like being quiet enough and still enough to hear what you need and to ask for it and receive it and go with it and to trust and surrender. And that's a lot of what Richard is about. It's He's all about the 12 steps, by the way. He, he thinks that AA and programs like AA have the brokenness that's missing in Christianity. Like oh, a lot wow. of Christianity is is so like shiny. <laughs> I'm speaking about in my own experience, it's very shiny, it's very w- white teeth, white people, white khakis, you know, mm-hmm. like very shiny. Sure. It's like sort of a religion for winners. And I said this to you, and I've said it a million times on this podcast, people have heard me say this, but Richard says, he's like, the fact that that's the spokesperson for that faith is a naked Jewish loser mm-hmm. who's being murdered, like mm-hmm. who's powerless, like, that's the spokesperson for a religion that we turned into like, you know, help me win the Super Bowl, help me win the client, sure. help me win, help me win, help me, sure. win, help me never lose, and we turned it into another way to be like, even when I die, I win, right? You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, I, and I told you this because I thought you would because you're this way, right? Like we like getting real and a little bit fierce with things. I, Richard taught me that like baptism is a drowning ritual. It's supposed to be like die now. Don't wait till you die, but get low now. Right. Realize you're full of shit now. Realize it's also beautiful. I'm not saying it's not beautiful. It's a paradox. Right. It's beautiful, but it's also not real. And when you let it go, the paradox is the more of it you get, the richer experience of it you get, but you can't yeah. cling to it. Right. So there's all this like fierce imagery of like death and, and, and rebirth and all this stuff, but we've just turned it into like no, when, as an American, pursue the American dream, get God rich. God bless America. And then when you die, yeah. you also get to go to another gated community. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting thing he said. About... Really? We oh, it's two fifty-five. I
1: thought we had been going for two hours and fifty-five minutes. He he. Okay, we, I'll I'll be quick. But he he said. Uh, Just the thing he said about... um, I'm going to have to watch it a couple of times. It's a lot of information, but the stuff I gleaned at least on this first time, uh, he said, um, you you, you can... It's funny. Holmes, it's Glenn Gary. He goes... If you want to go to hell, you're you can do it right now. Yeah. If you want to go to heaven, you can do it well, right Richard now. Gore says it's, you
0: can it, live in it. It's, it's it's hell all the way to hell. Is something yeah. that he says. It's, hell on earth. I yeah. won't live in it. I won't live in it. It's wild. Yeah, like, that is wild. Yeah, because and that's his whole thing. is like heaven is a state that you start now. It's a yes to reality. It's a it's a merging with reality. It's a forgiving. He's all about forgiving reality that you're not in control that things aren't happening the way that you would want them that you can't understand it but you that that you show up humble and small anyway and and it's it's all about surrender in that way it's interesting
1: uh, yeah and also too when you take away the concept that there's a guy that's gonna give you things in exchange for behaviors yep um and then turn it into, no, it's about surrendering surrendering yourself to reality and whatever. Now, obviously, Richard Ruhr believes that there is a God, and I'm sure he believes that we go somewhere after this ends. And maybe that is the case. I don't know. But let's say it isn't. Let's say worst case scenario. Let's say you die and that's it, you're dead. Yeah. This still makes sense to me as a lifestyle, and that's what I was trying to get to. Mm. That's that to me is what's the important part. It's not about, at least now, it's not about. But I want to have faith in a Lord or whatever. It's about I want to surrender to reality and be a a natural part of this whole thing Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on myself and basically looking at a clicking clock, a ticking clock, and
0: going, well, and then and then you die and then that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Remember, I told you when you called me that religion and Richard taught me this is religio and ligio comes from the word ligament. It's same root, and it's to reconnect you. So it's supposed to make you feel at home. In this, that's what Taylor Tomlinson did this podcast yesterday. We are talking about the space photos, and she's like, did that freak you out? And I was like, no, because the same thing that's animating that is animating me. I'm, what I'm do you not, mean the space photos? You know the, the new telescope photos of, of no. the galaxy? There's some new photos. Oh, I didn't see them. So it's like, this is hundreds of thousands, like an unimaginable number of planets that right. that are in these systems. And I'm like, the same operating principles that are behind those are behind me and I, we were talking about like it's an Alan Watts quote. I'm not a stranger here, like I, I don't. I'm not a visitor. You know what I mean? And that's that's religio. That's going like you're not a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's not a flaw. Right. In fact, this whole thing is like Joe fits perfectly into it. You know what I mean? Right. Into it is even misleading. You are it. It's all this. It's all uh, you're. At, you're already home, and and then prayer, heaven, hell. And, and contemplation is what Richard's all about, too, which is meditating basically with your eyes open, not with a mantra, but looking at all of reality and just saying yes to it and allowing it to change you, being vulnerable enough to let a tree and its existence have an impact on your mm. heart, getting quiet enough to marvel at the fact that the same thing that's looking at me is looking at you and here we are on a couch and we're just like, not just as a thought experiment, but to get joy mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. life i mean i even though i know these things i still watch too much tv and jerk off and all the stuff and i'm like i want to i want to get that good stuff
2: the yeah. better stuff.
1: <clears throat> well i think it's little things i i'm always speaking from my perspective but i can only i can only break it down into little things so like one thing i'm trying to do now is uh Because the little things will lead to the bigger things in theory, right? But one thing I'm trying to do now, and it's funny, this actually came from Larry the Cable Guy's video. Oh, wow. And Catholics would call it grace, but I am trying to consciously take a moment before I eat to not say thank you to anybody, to recognize the fact that I am able to feed myself again. It's it's mindful. You're being mindful. Yeah. And again, some people say it's a moment to thank God or Jesus or Buddha, whoever. To me, it's just, as you said, being mindful. It's taking yeah. a beat to go, a lot of people can't do what I just did once in a month, let alone any time I want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. It's it's a huge thing. And Five, that's six, it's seven, tough with. Times a day.
0: Huh? Five, six, seven, eight times a day. <laughs>
1: It's funny. I, I, I dodged the joke because yeah, I almost said there. I almost said once in a month, and I, I was going, "How am I going to eat this month?" And I was like, "Don't do it." Well, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to eat this month. Yeah, but um, you know, I I, I talk to Chris Stefano about this stuff a lot because he's he's a very aware guy. You know, like mm-hmm. like you know his his he's a very funny guy, and his online persona is him. But it's very, you know, it's very light and it's very silly and whatever. But he is a deep guy. Like, mm. and he will and, and and being in this business is a mind fuck. Mm. And that's one of the things I'll talk to him about. Is mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just say, Chris, you know, like I know for a fact I will very likely never have the amounts of money that some of my dear friends have. I might never own a giant house, it's. it doesn't matter. Like, I'm grateful for the shit I do have, mm-hmm. because my God Almighty, how much worse could it be? It could be a zillion times worse. Mm-hmm. And that's not me, gloating in what I have versus what somebody doesn't. But if I'm going to sit in in a paid in a, in a in a rent in an apartment I easily pay rent for in New York City, every month. Because I am in a nice apartment now. You know, every month. Two
0: windows. (laughs) Baby.
1: (laughs) But if I'm going to sit in an apartment in New York City that I pay my rent for easily every month, I pay my bills easily every month, I feed myself multiple times a day in that apartment or out of it, I am surrounded by video games and things that I love to buy and collect and have fun and enjoy. I'm going to sit here and go, It's uh, my life sucks because I don't own a giant house? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Off of
0: jokes, off oh. of dumb fucking jokes. I would go a little bit further and say that those things that you have in your house aren't actually what make you happy. Those Because I, I loved your apartment. I always used to love going over there, would watch me eat, smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And and they're your toys. Yep. I actually think they help you get into a state where you're calm enough to recognize. This is very lofty, but recognize your nature. Like they they calm you down. They bring you some nostalgia. They yep. bring you some diversion. But they allow you to rest in what I'm going to call your your true nature, your true self, which is like that talk, and you're there and you're happy. What I'm saying is, and this is truly, this is like after we cover our Richard Rohr stuff, we'll get into our Rupert Spirin and we'll have all these fun things. But like, the truth is uh, the stuff out there, it's a broken model going out for happiness. And I do it too. But going out, getting momentarily happy, then sure, being sad, then going out, uh, yeah. sometimes in the same day, seven, eight times. And Rupert Spiro, who I love, says that's like thinking it's normal to be healthy and then sick and then healthy and then sick. He's like, peace is your natural state. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's what meditation is, that's what deep sleep is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rupert says that we're not unconscious when we're in deep sleep. It's not the absence of awareness; it's the awareness of absence. Nothing's going on, so there's nothing to report or remember. But there is an experience, mm-hmm. like when you have deep sleep. There is an experience. It's not just nothing, and then you're back. Right. There was an experience, and he's saying so does Ramana Maharshi say that's because your truest who you are when you close your eyes. And I did this with Taylor; she did not bite. It was like when you look at what your awareness is. It's boundless. It's infinite. There's no boundary. On the other side of which it isn't right. That's you. Mm-hmm. And when these things, it's not a big house, and it's not your He-Man collection or whatever. I'm, I'm not even breaking your balls. No, no, no. I know it's not I, the I, toys. I, it's the stuff that helps us rest and relax and and drop the game, get off the treadmill.
1: I would I would say um, I I I I think I agree with that. But I also the the the, the my take one of my other takeaways from the Roar video was. You can have a possession, you just don't cling to it.
0: That's right. And that... Valerie is, and I say, Eckhart Tolle goes, I like nice things. <laughs> and yeah. he's like the most... Yeah. I think he's an enlightened being and he's going around and he's like, I have a high thread count bed. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it doesn't define him. It, right, exactly. Yeah, and
1: that's kind it. of how I look at it. It's like, yeah. I
0: love buying the new,
1: you know, complete Friday the 13th Blu-ray franchise set. Yeah. Because it's got a cool box and it looks really neat on my shelf. And, yeah. and at any time, I have a movie marathon at my fingertips. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But if it was stolen from me, I'm not going to be like, Right.
2: Well, now what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah,
0: like, well, when it comes to peace know? and happiness, because I, I, have, I have funky, chunky days all the time where I'm just pinched. It's like that Eminem lyric where it's like, Some days I just feel like my father. I hate to be bothered.
1: Which, by the way, to interject, yeah, are you keeping up with L M? Because what's up? He's doing his best work ever. Oh, really? Those like music to be murdered by records, yeah. are like the best things oh. he's done. Oh, really? Yeah, and
0: Kamikaze. You're. Kam- I like Kamikaze. It's like that extended. Oh. There's a few tracks I skip on Kamikaze. Are you checking the time?
1: Yeah, it's actually three oh seven. Sorry, <laughs> you got to go. Yeah, I think so. Just, I don't know how long it <laughs> takes to get to Studio City from here. Yeah, you
0: should go. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not that. But yeah. Okay. I gotta say, keep it, Christy. This guy's already getting up. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. We're tra- talking about God. I'm about to tell you about looking for happiness and objective reality. Uh, I will plug it here. Rupert Spira has a book called "You Are the Happiness You're Looking For," which is just a brilliant book, and it's about what we're talking about. Um. All right. Can, Can I you- plug? I mean, you're gonna plug on top of Rupert. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, p- Joey Roses. Yeah. Please come. We're open Tuesday through Sunday. That's the that's the sandwich shop. Yeah, sandwich shop and bar. Um, please come through. Uh, we're at one seven four Rivington Street, New York City. Headed that up. You can go to nyc dot com for all the details. Joeyroses.com?
0: dot com mistaken.
1: No, it was. No, we want, there was it was because we wanted you know, everything. You go. Ma- <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to yeah. Go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. NYC dot com for details. Check it out. Uh please come see us. And uh and then also I'm I'm I don't know when this comes out, but I'm I'm back on the road. Uh my next dates are mid August in Atlantic City and I'm going all over the place. So go to JoeDeRosaInfo.com dot com uh for tickets and show details and uh yeah,
0: that's it. All right. I, I could riff on your website for a while, but You gotta go. (laughs) Would you say keep it crispy, Joey? I love you, buddy. Keep it crispy. To all three cameras, this guy's a fucking pro.